It's Dick Little from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's here. The romper room's in place. Let's go. Get through this half-ass holiday workday today. I'm noticing that there are no other morning shows here. (laughs) How do we, after 22 years... We're the only ones trudging through walls. We come, we get on the air first, we're off the air last, <laughs> and know. we're working today. You should have signed up with one of these other groups. <laughs> oh, hell no. I don't blame <laughs> you for being with a good one, but I'm just saying. Damn it all. I want on their sky. I'm jealous. Maybe they're in one of the 50 trailers I saw today on the highway. There's a lot of trailers out. I saw that this morning, too. There's a lot of people packing up in my neighborhood, and there's already, you know, you're leaving it quarter to five in the morning there's guys outside stuffing things inside an rv i'd never seen before so yeah people are going to be leaving it's going to be crazy and here's something i hadn't thought about they're heading down to the uh the glendale state farm oh they could be pre-gaming on the great lawn (laughs) for all day i uh i hadn't thought of this and just a little psa for you i was going to take whitey i was going to ride whitey to work today my uh white jeep but i ended up with blackie (laughs) because i got in whitey because i was low on gas and blackie Fired it up, and it had uh, last night's rain was sitting on the window. It hit the windshield, and those those blades just tore off. Oh. They just I mean, disintegrated. I'm like, I hadn't even thought. They've been cooking all year. So a little uh, PSA of your car today, if you haven't, because we haven't used our windshield wipers for months. Yeah. They look normal. They're not. They just, And this just tore off my car. I'm like, I laughed. I'm like, man, I've heard about this. But it just cooked the rubber. On those things. So I need uh, Brady and Brett to get back out there and change those windshield wipers on get white. Get you all fixed We're on up. it there, Chief. You, you, you got three days. You should be I able to get that I got two hands done. this time. I should be able to get this one. I don't believe you. But yeah, so I had to hop in the other one, which I was like, I wonder if those are And they're good. So even if you test it, because I'm always shooting the windshield wiper juice on my windows and wiping them. I know I've done that on the white one, and it didn't. But last night, whatever happened in the last few days cooked those and just turned them into spaghetti string it was hilarious did you scratch your windshield and everything no too? it wasn't okay. that bad they right. they the first pass i was like jesus it just oh, okay. it just ripped them i was so i'm like well i'm not i'm not going to be alone on that one if you haven't used your windshield wipers for yeah. a while in this heat it cooked them and broke them so prepare yourself give it a little test because it's probably going to rain a little bit later this morning too and tonight so just uh you know John was first one up on this one, so let's let's uh, let's think about it. Precautionary moves. I, I hadn't used the windshield wipers on that car probably a year. It's been a while. Just so. uh, if it could just uh, monsoon or rain during the concert and then stop oh. for after when we're yeah. done. Just uh, let us get there, yeah, and then let us get home. I was over at the arena. I was at the stadium yesterday, uh, and I, the interviews will go up later this morning. Dom, uh, our 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 Barney Rubble, Dom. 
uh, was down there filming and doing all the work, and I got to chat with uh, Dixon Rob. Dixon Dom. Rob Trujillo, yeah, Dixon <laughs> Dom. I got to chat with uh, Rob Trujillo uh, yesterday for, well, we talked for about 45 minutes. I don't know how much they're going to use. Jealous. It. Yeah, it was great. He was awesome. And uh, then uh, Rob Dietrich, who is the dude who uh, distills and blends blackened whiskey. That dude's a fascinating man. So I got to chat with him. We, we have an interview with him, too, because not only is he, you think he's just some whiskey guy. He was a... In the military, he was at Mogadishu. He was in. The, he was in the real. He was in the crap. He was in it bad. You know, he was in the. His his life is amazing. He started as a light rig guy for Metallica, uh, as like his first gig in San Francisco, and just kind of got a job at the arena and ended up working with Metallica, and then and it just all kind of came into the symbiosis. the The way it all came together was incredible. They're doing a signing, a liquor sign. Robert uh, Trujillo and him. Are over at Paradise Liquors later, two to three o'clock on like Southern and Twenty Something Street. They're over a uh, South Air, South Phoenix. They're going to sign stuff and hang out. That dude is someone you like. You'd think you're going to get enamored by Trujillo and his history with Metallica and Suicidal and all the bands he's played with. Uh, but that's a guy to talk to right there. He was fascinating. We've had him on the show on the phone before when they uh, had Blackened come out. We're like, oh, this is great. Good for you. Nice guy. Chatted. Very funny. But man, his stories were. Mind blowing! Everything he's done has been like, I, and I told him, I'm like, you are, you're everything I've never been. Like this, you are, what a life you've led, and I'm an idiot. I said, you served the country. I served ribs while we were the same age. Like I served ribs at Tony Roma's. Like while you were in firefights saving America as a superhero. I'm like, I'm a loser. He was great, and that's what everybody in the room's like. Yeah, have dinner with him sometime. You will feel like your life's been worthless because this guy not only did that, then he accomplished all sorts of stuff in the music industry. Then he started to say, hey. We could blend whiskeys and, do, and it starts this, gets with Metallic, has this blackened thing. And it's great whiskey. So did that. And then Trujillo and I talked for a while. And he, I've not had this happen in a while. Without trying, amped me up for this show tonight. And I said, just give me something. Tell me something that, that sells the last five tickets that are still available. Sell it to me. Like, tell me if, tell me if I'm a guy on the fence, I'm going, why? And he goes, we, we write a song for each city we play in that no one knows about. Oh, wow. And they do a song for each one. He goes, and sometimes it comes off, we kill it. And he goes, and sometimes it's just garbage. But he said, we do a song we we have just written for each city. And then we, the tear, one song we challenge. tear it down and we go into the next place and we write another one. He said, it's him and Kurt that do that. And I'm like, all right. And I said, well, what's the tease on this one? And he said, something about alligator burns. And he said, I'll just let you know. And I'm like, that is awesome. And uh, yeah. And he also said he's going to change the lyrics of one of the songs to Rack of Lamb for me. So listen for that. Yeah, yeah. He's going to say Rack of Lamb uh, instead of Yes, I Am or something. I forget what song it was. But he was great. And then I got to see the setup. This concert is like nothing I've ever seen. Are we getting our money's worth at this one? You are so getting your money's worth for tonight's show. And I mean, the snake pit is the size of this room. It's there's nothing, and that is, and they kept telling me that's the only way to see this show. Like, if you, like there's, it's a different experience. It Isn't is. There like how many? I wonder. It looks like there. When I saw a picture, it's bigger than that. I mean, I'm exaggerating. I'm just saying it's small. It but is, there's only like a couple hundred people, right? Yeah, or maybe. Like, yeah, it is unreal how, and it's just you're part of it. You're in there, and it's amazing. So. The, and the the stadium setup is it's amazing it's unreal I can't I mean I, I don't get blown away easy normally I walk in and go oh this is gonna stink you normally I like Guns and Roses at the stadium I walked in there and I looked at the stage and I had to walk out and I'm like 
this is going to be one of those left to right shows where the sound comes from your right and it blows you away until it hits the repeater and then it starts over and then it's going to have echo. This thing is not. It is a full sound system for an average concert in seven different places. You will have everything we so have. So no matter where you're sitting, like upper deck is going to be unreal. fine. Unreal. And so during the interview with Trujillo, I'm sitting there and uh, you just in the back. Uh, we're not out there. We're in a room under the stadium. And all of a sudden you just kind of hear uh, you know, like what's going on. Like it's loud. And they're just testing the, uh, the, the tracks for one. And I'm like, oh, the helicopter's going. The and I'm like, oh, whatever. The little video's running. They're testing all that stuff. That sound for just that blew the the room up. It was so cool. So we walked around and we checked. Like Larry checked where he was sitting, and his seats are remarkable. He got in like a great spot, and it's amazing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty special. As far as concerts go, let's just say this: you may think you spent a lot of money on it. The band has put a ton into it. Like this is looking at that thing. That's a four or five million dollar night to do this for two nights. They are putting. Uh, a, I, I'm throwing a number out. They might be laughing. Like ah, it's more than that. It is unreal how much money is put into this thing. Unreal. Just like Rammstein production. I mean, Bigger. just really. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've seen Rammstein in giant facilities and arenas. It's bigger. It's it's. Ridiculous. And then to have three bands. Like yeah. is there a. Is it just all in the circle? Yeah. yeah as far as I know, that's how it's going to run. Because I'm is. wondering how they switch out or, you know, the drum kits and all that. So here's the craziest part. So the stage they're on is not a circle, but it's round. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like kind of this weird oblong thing. And there's four drum sets. And Lars gets up and runs to other drum sets and does stuff at other spots. That uh-huh. way, every single aspect of the stadium has the thing pointed at him at one time or another. But the band gets to run around. On the stage, which is... Maybe 15 feet wide, maybe. Uh, pyro holes oh. all over the place. And so they've got to know where all of those are at all times and when they're going off and what songs they're going off. And I asked Robert about that, and he said, the holes are, you, you've seen them. He said, they're black. He said, everything's dark up there. He said, I'm in my little bubble trying to play the song. And he said, I'm looking down like, am I on one? And he's like, I, you know. He's like, I have to kind of learn it. He said, so they'll do a thing with the rehearsals and stuff. And he goes, it's there's a lot going on up there. And I'm like, man, that is not a, a you don't have a lot of room to operate. And he goes, we managed it. And he goes, we've got it figured out now. He said, but yeah, it's there's a lot going on. He goes, the only one that doesn't have to worry about is Lars. Uh, it's true. He said, still the whole goddamn time. Well, especially back in the day when James got burned right. from pyro. Right. I mean, I'd be like, ah, we're done with pyro. Why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah we keep it above us. Why is it coming out of the stage still? But evidently. There's a pop singer last week. She walked right into one of them. Oh, man. Was in the wrong position. It zapped her pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it's, you'll be blown away. When you get in there, you're going to look around going, okay, I've not seen this before. The way it's set up is insane. And it is all fan experience. It's for the fan. The stage is not hogging up space. It's it's for everybody to be close. It's pretty cool. It was it was awesome. Too. I like. I'm glad I got to see it before anybody was there. As the guys are working on. It. And then Nigel. Yeah, we all know Nigel. Oh, of course, Nigel was there screaming at everybody. And no, and that was a funny part. Nigel didn't know that I do the Nigel thing for our U Fest, and I did that while it was like. If for those who don't know, Nigel is a guy who's been running concerts in this city forever. A British guy. And he runs a tight ship. 
And we've joked about it before that you'll be standing next to Nigel backstage and he's like, all right, radio people, up against the wall. <laughs> and everybody has to lean on the wall like this. And it's like a sergeant master kind of thing. Sergeant major, I mean. And uh, so he's, it's, uh, you're up against the wall. And he's like, all right. And you just hear him talking to uh, his little microphone. All right, we're exactly two minutes away from the band needing to be on stage playing or we go behind time. So get it together and let's go. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then he'll look right at you. How are you doing, man? You're doing good, mate. As a family, is everything right? So he comes over. I didn't know he knew about that. And he goes, get out of here, radio people, go, go, go. And I start laughing. He goes, I hadn't known you'd done that bit. And I start laughing. He goes, they played it for me. I've never yelled at anyone in my life. Now get out. <laughs> we were dying. He was great. So, yeah, all the people that are involved are, are everybody who's been through concerts. I know I'm just going nuts, but, I mean, this is what it did to me. Uh, we've seen Nigel at a thousand oh, yeah. concerts and a thousand he's done that we haven't seen him at. And he looked at this and he goes, never seen anything like it. It's on. It's got I mean, to be new yeah, for him. I mean, it's not like he. It's, it's not it's a stage that's one of a kind. That's though, the crazy part. I mean, well, this part is like it's all different to everybody. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, a concert going, whatever, set up, yada, yada. Is like, he's like, this is unreal. Like nothing I've ever seen. Beyonce was just here. He goes, that was a pretty big thing. And Taylor Swift, that was a pretty big thing. He goes, this is like nothing I've ever seen. Like, wow. Awesome. For him to say. Yeah. And well, just as far something. as the technology yeah. and everything, it's going, to, it's going to be awesome. And I hope I don't hype it up and then they go out there and <laughs> the bed. But Stage we, breaks. Yeah. So here's how it works tonight. Uh, leave your house about noon because uh, Labor Day traffic is unpredictable. Who knows where people are going, when they're going to leave, what's going on with half-ass holiday workday. Uh, we don't know when people are coming or going. Uh, but we know they're trying to get out early and they're going to muck up traffic all day and all night. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen goes on at 6 o'clock. Toronto. Oh, man. At 6 o'clock. Early. Yeah. Pantera is 6.55. Oh, Toronto. Like, they are not, they're not wavering a minute on the openers at all. Uh, they did say Metallica has been 8.30 schedule and hitting the stage about 8.45 pretty normally, 10, 15 minutes after they're supposed to. But it is 6 and 6.55 if you want to see either of the openers. That is how this is going to go. We got 120-some thousand people guaranteed going this week, and at least tickets. Probably a bunch of doublers, but that's a lot. So after Pantera, you got your 40-minute uh, uh, merch run. Merch yeah, beer yeah. run. You go get your beers, and you get your merch, and you run to it. Yeah. Pretty awesome, though. So I was I was fairly knocked out, and that's hard to do because I look at concerts as, like, been there, done that. This yeah. is all the same. There's the stage. Here's the pyro set up. There's the screen. Uh, this I haven't I haven't seen much like this before. We were all kind of walking around going, and the dudes who have seen it in other cities are like, just wait. And it's just it is just a different experience as far as sound and everything else. And he also said it all depends on the stadium too and how it eats the sound. So hopefully, and but it's the technology is incredible. We're gonna it's it's special. It's a special kind of rock show, and it's and it's. I even told Robert, I'm like, is this more of like. Casting a shadow on all music, going, hold my beer. Watch what rock and roll can do to a show. Like, you can have your little dance party or your Taylor Swift nights out where his costume changes. This is the shadow cast going, this is what a uh, concert stadium rock is supposed to look like. It isn't supposed to be Taylor Swift, even though, fine, go ahead, have it. And he goes, uh, it was in the back of our mind. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Corey Feldman's going to join us. In like a, He's a already second. on the phone. He's on the horn right now. And that's the best part. I get to talk to Robert Trujillo of Metallica yesterday. And Corey Feldman's going to call us right now. When's his show, Rich? Uh, I have to look it up. Now. Okay, I just, yeah. I was on it last night. I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's September something. We're all going. 
I went to the show last time. I just got to know about his 22 thing and just let Corey go. Who knows what Corey's going to talk about? He's bananas. And the great uh, Corey uh, October 11th. It's October. Marquee. Okay, we're yeah. all going. October 11th. Last time was 110 people. This time there's going to be at least 300 uh, idiots who are going to take their night out to go watch this thing and have fun and uh, see what Corey's all about. Yeah, Toledo booked this yesterday. So you want to talk to Feldman? And I'm like, of course I want to talk to Feldman when? He goes, tomorrow morning. I'm like, okay. And I'm going to talk to him about last time he wanted to come on the show, but wouldn't get up in the morning. What's this about? Why six? He's what? He's in a room. He just gets to make calls. That's it? He's doing... Oh, this is his press tour? Yeah. probably on the oh. East Coast somewhere. Because of the Funko bobbleheads. Oh, that's right. He's selling Funkos of himself. <laughs> it's like only 3,000 of them, right? Don't worry about it. I don't know. <laughs> There's plenty. <laughs> plenty of them. 3,000 is overshooting the mark, I think. Although I might get one. The novelty of it all. Yeah. So I go right from that. Metallica. The great stage of Metallica last night. And it makes me think, yeah, hey, nobody should ever play live ever again. Right into Corey Feldman, who's going to call us from Lost Boys Corey Feldman, superstar. And now he's not calling. Oh, the phone's dead? That might be a blessing. <laughs> Toledo's punching the phones. <laughs> anyway. my my Remember this? My fraternity brother, Brooke McCarter, was a vampire in Lost Boys. All right. Here we go. Right, I'm wondering if they uh, he doesn't remember. I just remember want to know if, if they hooked up. Well, your no, brother no, was in any which way you lose, right, right, too, yeah. so or any which way you can. Well, I don't remember Brooke which was one a little was. more presence than my brother. Uh, and that doesn't mean he's best friends with. Are you going to bring no, this up? Okay, no, I'm not. These are those moments that I get. Kind of want to ask because you know. <laughs> Do you remember Brooke McCarter? <laughs> yeah, and he probably. I, 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 I don't back. think he would. In, maybe he would. Of course he wouldn't. You think he would? Oh well, he's one of the four vampires, but maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you handle this. You talk to him. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, don't, I want to know about the Brooke McCarter regime. Okay. R.I.P. Brooke. Right, that's the first thing I'm asking him. Murray's on right now. Let's go. Corey Feldman, everybody. This is going to be interesting. And this was a shocker to all of us yesterday. Toledo's running around scrambling, getting things. Corey Feldman's on the phone right now. Uh, we know Corey Feldman from the Lost Boys and everything else. Corey, are you there? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing well. How are you, sir? Uh, well, very tired, very tired. I don't think I've had as much caffeine as you guys yet, but uh, I'm working on it. You don't know that. And we start the day with cocaine. Let's all uh, tell the truth here. Uh, Corey, I got to... Oh, well, then, <laughs> then you're a real man. That's right. A real, man. A real powerful man. There's no way to get up at four in the morning and not have a, a sub, something keeping you alive. Uh, I got to ask you... Uh, well, I, I just did it, so I don't know. I guess I can, I'm here to diffuse that answer because I'm definitely awake as far as I can tell, but... You know, who knows? The, the results aren't in yet. <laughs> Last time you were uh, in Phoenix, uh, you were uh, they were trying to schedule an interview with us on the show, and you wouldn't wake up for it. You said you wouldn't do it until before noon. Yeah, I must be a real jerk. No, no, I wasn't saying jerk. I was just saying I'm so <laughs> like now you're doing now you've, now you've taken it to the next level of six a.m., which is ridiculous. But hey, I go to extremes. I go to extremes. <laughs> I guess no, so. No, you, you know what? No, uh, what happens is people don't realize this, but when you're on tour, the last thing you want to do is be up at six o'clock in the morning doing a radio show when you got to sing that night. That's true. At one in the morning or whatever. Now, you know? where where are you right uh, now? Yeah. I'm in Los Angeles, so okay. it's a lot easier for me to do this now. See, what we're doing is doing all the radio shows ahead of the tour, right. so that way we can kind of promote it. You know, I can get up. I don't mind getting up early and talking to everybody. It's great. 
But when I got to save my voice, it's a little more difficult. So, yeah, now, that's, that's what happened. Corey, Nothing personal, I assure you. Yes, of course. Corey, you've been in the news here lately uh, with what's going on personally with you, and you're still touring, and that's like uh, kind of uh, – like surprise! Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it, it, sucks. it flat sucks. Right? It sucks. Yeah, so uh, the angels are—it's over. There's no more angels. Yeah, the angels have flew the coop. And, <laughs> and you, what did you do? Oh, what did I do? I opened the cage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a solid answer. So yeah, no, so no, but no, yeah, it stinks. So why know, not? You know, it's it, it's called it's called it's called divorce. It happens to everyone. Been through uh, it. Not everyone, but a lot of people, unfortunately. More more than not. Yeah, I'll tell you days. this. You know, uh, you once yeah. you're once you're out of it, you realize that's probably the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, listen, her and I are, are are planning on remaining friends. That's always the goal, and and you never know what can happen in the future, but. We definitely needed a break. It's listen. We went through twelve very intense years. I I don't wish that. I don't wish that kind of intense uh, uh, lifetime of information on anybody within that period of time. Yeah. We dealt with more things than most people should ever have to. And you know what? I'm very grateful that we that we had each other during those times. We have a, a very strong bond. The relationship was a beautiful relationship. It was the best relationship as far as marriages go out of, you know, <laughs> out of the many that I've had. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, this was de- this was definitely in the top ten, I got to say, <laughs> uh, as far as marriages go. Will you get married uh, again, Corey? Do you think you'll do it again? Uh, stop it. Don't, I'm just asking. God, why are you... Why are you swearing at me like that? <laughs> um, so it's off the table. You're all done. So this is good news for groupies I, of Corey Feldman. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, you get that's to exactly what you know. What that's that's all I was thinking about. Really, <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? Who needs this marriage thing? I got groupies waiting. For God's sake! Exactly. You can you can hose half the crowd now, and nobody's uh, going to give you grief. Listen, I have a brand new single that's coming out tomorrow morning. It's called Deceptive Deborah. And uh, it's a very exciting rockin' pop sort of tune, and I think uh, I think people are gonna love it, and it's just in time for the tour. So that's what that's why I'm you're here. About that's right all right. That's Can we what play it first? Yeah, you should focus in on that. For you sure. should. Yeah. You should play first. You should be the the first in the world because if you play it right now, you will be the first in the world. Yeah. Well, we have to have it. I don't world think anybody premiere. gave it to us. You would have to premiere it. Uh, now, let me ask you this: did, We did you well. I think we tried, but you know, you guys were an add-on. We we didn't plan on this uh, originally. I guess you jumped on late, but that's okay. Yeah. We don't blame you. We love you. Thank yeah. you. Beautiful. And the show i i went to your last show and uh and there was uh and it was uh it was uh, interesting to watch because of the way the crowd reacts to what you do when you do uh well there was the goonie song and then there was the lost boys song and everything else and i kind of saw that the crowd did you enjoy it well when it was i had a great time when we had uh the uh, um uh everybody started talking about the movies while you were singing right it was like this trip down memory lane it's like Exactly. It's nostalgia, you know, which is good. We yeah. like that. We like that. I started you know, crying with my a, date. Yeah. <laughs> we did lose did. we did lose our side guy cuz uh, he he met a girl there and they ended up so he he, he ended up hooking somebody oh, up in the bathroom see, at Marquis. See, I'm like uh, uh, see, that's why it's called Love Retours. I'm yeah. like a pimp basically. Yeah. I just stand on stage and I croon and then people meet each other yeah. and they go to the bathrooms and they yeah. hook up and it's just you know, I feel like uh, Bob Eubanks. 
Yeah, you were kind of the newlywed game. Well, he wheeled her right into the bathroom. They went into the <laughs> skull, amazing. and it was a pretty amazing night. So he's he's been bragging about his Corey well, Feldman. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> see? Come back out and see us again. You might get laid again. That's right. <laughs> Bank it. Yeah. Plan it on. Every time you come to town, Brady gets a little piece. So it's uh, you, you are the catalyst. You are the come lubricant. Come back more often. Yeah. So, so you're saying once every four years he gets yeah. laid? That's yeah. Awesome. Well, he needs his Corey Feldman lube because if it doesn't, <laughs> If it doesn't show up, yeah, that's I understand. I need mine too. That's right. What can I say? Well, if you see a, a rotund man about five foot eight inches pushing someone into a bathroom, then you can join because I don't he's, think he'd wait, be good. If I see him, he's in my bedroom right now. <laughs> oh my God, that could be him. Yeah. Uh, now I got to ask you this: uh, your fascination with the number twenty-two. What's going on there? I don't understand yes. it. Um, it's probably like some weird psychic thing that was implanted into me with an MK Ultra chip when I was my first clone. So it's really nothing to really worry about too much. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I just don't understand it. Like you talk about it a lot, no. and you say your life revolves around it, and I don't. I don't think I understand it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a lucky number. What's but you don't have a lucky number? Oh no. Okay, if that's all it is. But I've heard you go on about it before, and I'm like, I don't get what like the connection. Oh, yes. yeah. The covet, the coveted twenty-two, <laughs> yeah. mystical and magical, and it it rules us all. Well, you even said on stage. Um, you even said on stage that yeah. uh, the reason it was called the Love Tour Twenty Two. Uh, or whatever I forgot that that wasn't the correct name, was it? But it was something like that. You said it was no, it because was. it was yeah. last year. Yeah, no, last year was actually twenty twenty two. Yeah, so no, that, I get that. But that you said you sense. said on stage it had nothing to do with the year. It had something to do with this and this, and that was like it all. Revol- and I'm like, oh, I don't. I, I'm it not. sent you in that I little you, spin. I, 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 I think you had too many drinks that night. That is true. I probably I had to drink a lot because uh, we it was late and we were getting up with the cocaine the next morning. So we were we were mixing and matching. Yeah. So I, I understand. I understand. What do you like better? Uh, my magic number sixty nine. Oh, that's, right. that's, that's Sir Brady's magic number. All so. the time. All the time. <laughs> so uh, you're you're coming back here in October. You're going to do Marquee Theater again. Uh, and yeah, uh, I love that place. Yeah, you and Jim Theater. And you do you have the same band? I mean, obviously you're you're down one member. Are you no. going to replace oh, her? Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's the idea. We've been we've been training somebody. I don't want to give anything away yet because we're not. 100% ready to announce that. But we are training someone, and I think we're going to pull it off. So, uh, exciting. It's not an easy feat. Are you yeah, going to? It's not an easy feat. I mean, no. people don't realize how much, you know, Courtney brought to the table, but she's a DJ, she's a VJ, she's a keyboard player, she's a singer. Like, she, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot going on back there. But, I said, can I make a suggestion? Hey. Replace her with a dude. What? Replace her with a dude. Um, can I tell you why? Can I, well, no, 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 I'm not interested, but I, let me ask you, let me tell you, because I, I, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. But I, I say replace it with a dude because you're going to have, you know, no, it's a fact. You have, uh, you're going to have post, it's too soon for you. You're going to have post-traumatic singer disorder and you're going to look over and see somebody dressed oh, yeah, like her doing the same over. thing and you're going to get sad. You know what? I actually thought that, but that's okay because when I realized that I was putting you in the job, because by the way, you are a DJ, so that's true. you fit the part. You got half of it. I can do it. All right, I'll do it. You just, you just, you just denied that your job was your job. You're like, I don't do any of that. Well, I'm no good at it. I, I don't want to go up on stage and show it off. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> I see. I got you. Yeah. No, but my whole point is, is that, no, no, it, listen, it's not an easy thing, to be completely honest. It is traumatic, and when you look over at your band number that you, you know, you're used to seeing there for 12 years and they're not there, it's very jarring. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's that's a long time. A dude. Uh, Just hire a dude. So it, it, 
yeah, the only problem with that is I can't really sing love songs to a guy in a wig. It's 2023, Corey, you sure can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose theoretically I could. Yeah. Okay. You would be woke. It doesn't hit the same. All right. It doesn't hit the same. All right. (laughs) Well, we're interested in what you got coming for. Hormones can change that whole thing. And you're selling those little uh, dolls of yourself as well, right? Listen, listen, I I got a very important science question for you. Okay. How do you make a hormone? <laughs> uh, what is I can this. at your show. No, what, all yeah, right, Brady, stop that. <laughs> you don't pay her, and you throw her out the door. Good night. Right, all right, <laughs> Corey. Uh, good luck with the tour. I hope it all goes swimmingly well, and I hope you stay uh, mentally healthy through this uh, trying time while you're trying to dance and sing for our entertainment, which I appreciate. Thank you, and why start now? Yeah, exactly. Okay. There you go. All right, we'll see you, man. Thank you, Corey Feldman. Awesome. Man. He hated every second. He hung up so fast. <laughs> yeah. That world Brady, premiere? Brady was banging that handicap lady. Yeah, the entire why are we not interview. world premiering this, Toledo? Yeah. yeah where's he our said, world premiere? He said they emailed it to me. I, I can't find it. Oh, lucky. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to be nice to him because I think he's delusional. You did pretty well. Yeah, he's a lunatic. But you I also well. wanted I also I wanted him to start talking. Was yeah. the perfect yeah. answer. Well, <laughs> I did have a really good time at the show. Me and my friend Brian ran into a couple of other friends from school, and uh, it's the, true, the Colmir brothers. We had a great time. A great time. He might have sold a ticket with me now. I might. I yeah. might have to go check I'm this one out. We're going, and again, we're going to have a good time. Nothing better than watching Brady take the only handicapped lady at the Feldman <laughs> Show into the handicap stall. <laughs> Brady, you were an awesome uh, uh, chauvinist whore. It was awesome to have that on the part of the interview. Yeah. We could have Johnny Midnighted in the ass, but we decided not to. I think to we kind of did. did. Brady yeah. did it on his own that time, but... He was a little more con- like contained in his own head than I thought he was going to be. I mm-hmm. thought he was more of a drifter. I, a little more, and I know he's going through. Didn't a take tough the twenty two so serious. But no, he's, but he's I've sold heard it pretty heavy look, on the- I've heard him talk about that twenty two thing. It's a nonsense run, and he's seemingly not as delusional as I thought. He's hyper aware of what's going on around him. And I don't know about that. <laughs> like totally delusional. He's just as as I thought, which was completely. I mean, I, he's got this. This is a big day. The pressers, you know, press we could jump on yesterday. Time. Get in there. Well, we forgot about the uh, the Funko. I told him he's got those dolls. They're selling. <laughs> I said it at the end. You got those dolls you're selling, and he didn't care. Oh, he asked how a hormone, which was you know, hey, thanks for the addition to the show. You can get a Corey Feldman Funko Truth Twenty Two Productions. I mean, how lucky is your number that everything is out? Like, I think he's getting so much heat for it. Here's uh, the Funko. We gotta get you one. Yeah, I definitely want. It looks one of those. just like him. It really, it's <laughs> it's actual size. <laughs> and on the, the Funko people has put his stage on there too. That's pretty great. Anyway, eighty bucks. What? I don't want one of those. <laughs> you better give us one for the interview. Anyway, the Funko dolls, Feldman, October. Talk about Metallica. Save your money, Feldman. <laughs> Corey Feldman. Yeah, when Toledo texted me that last night, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm, st- I literally got that text standing under <laughs> the, the giant screens of <laughs> the season 72 seasons tour for Metallica. And uh, looking at that, I'm like, oh, cool. We got, I just got done with Robert Trujillo talking about, you know, the last 40 years of Metallica, last 20 for him, everything he's been. And I'm like, cool, Feldman tomorrow. Awesome. <laughs> Excuse me, Bob. I got to talk that deal with Corey yeah, Feldman yeah, right now. Oh, Trujillo. Have you ever seen Feldman live? <laughs> you ever seen Meatballs 4? Bass players and meatballs for it. I'm telling you right now, 
Laugh all you want. That show's worth going to. You guys rolled your eyes at me last time. I came back pretty glowing with this shirt on. You came back touched. Yeah. I'm The only thing I'm going to miss is his wife not being there. Because that was a spectacle. It was magic. Sad to see those wings go. I, they've been clipped. Pretty good answer, though, by a crazy man. Say, what happened? What would you do? I opened the cage. Like He, had, he clearly had her <laughs> held hostage. <laughs> anyway. When is it? October what? 11th. The marquee. Uh, oh, it's going to be on the concert calendar. I'm just looking to see if it's, it's on there. It's day before uh, Shinedown. So Guns N' Roses is the uh, 11th as well. Ooh. <laughs> Screw you, Axel. I've seen you <laughs> before. Guns N' Roses three or four times. <laughs> if, if they were at... Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe Did we might... get a hold of uh, GNR and see if they'd make him an opening oh, act? Oh, man. Or other way around and have GNR show up, oh. do a song, and then oh. shoot on over to the... Chop it back over to the, it's at the footprint center this time. That's close. We can Ricky just, Rackman on it. Oh, he, he Rackman will make it happen. It. He'll put that at the cat house. <laughs> Let him anyway. do one story. John, did you just talk to the guy that was in Wayne's World 2 getting brown M&Ms for the band? <laughs> it didn't sort he? of sound like him, no, but that's kind of, that's sort of maybe him. Oh, no, he's talking about Nigel, I think. Nigel. Yeah. Good callback. Oh, well done, Rich. No. <laughs> you made me think Corey Feldman was in Wayne's World. No, he's not. What a way to kick off a Friday half-ass holiday workday. Good stuff. Let's just drop the mic now. Let's leave. Yeah, let, all the rest of the shows aren't here. Why we are can't we? top that. This is great. Nobody's here. Just us. Yeah. It's just us. How do when we it, do that? They just started. We're we dumb, do some man. some breaks on the other stations? We could do whatever we want. We We're should. the only ones in the building. Absolutely. Anyway. Break in. Let's get a wake-up. Bring song. their numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> half-ass holiday workday. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, whatever you guys want to play this morning. 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. 98KUPD. Thank you quite kindly, Alliance. Uh, Friday is here, and it's supposed to rain this morning. I'm not seeing a ton of that. Maybe somewhere I'm not looking, but it looks pretty good right now. But keep in mind, some other guy just said, I took your advice, John, started my windshield wipers, and I, I watched him go. So just ripped right off. <laughs> it's it's going to be more than just me. I didn't realize it, but... It'll be a line at AutoZone. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of windshield wipers. Yeah, AutoZone, Pep Boys, you boys need to stock up on, on wipers, like double it. Because we haven't paid attention to it. Nobody's proactive about their windshield wipers. And anyone who is, is someone I can't be friends with. You're way too prepared for life. If you're like, got to get proactive for those windshield wipers. You need an idiot like me who goes, mine blew up in the front of my window. You guys should check yours. And then you'll all do the same thing. I'll go, God damn it, me too. Mine are getting close. Yeah, well, you'll know when they're not. Because, man, that noise was ridiculous. And those things just rolling off my window. I'm like, what the hell was that? They cook in this heat, and they've been cooking extra this year. So, yeah, I lost mine this morning, so I had to hop in Blackie and let him ride me to work because <laughs> his windshield wipers are swimming in it. They're good. So, just a thing. Somebody just emailed and said, I've never been in the middle of either cringing and wanting to change the channel or wanting to listen to every word coming out of Corey Feldman's mouth. That was fun and brutal. We were kind to him. He, he just left it open. He I mean, it was just walk down that road for yep. us. Uh, and somebody else was like, man, you might have just sold me tickets to that Metallica show. I've been on the fence. If you're on the fence, go. 
Uh, and then and if you're on the fence about Corey Feldman, just go. It's like 12 bucks for Feldman. We'll and see you there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll be there. Yeah. So you guys will be in the Feldman pit because the whole thing is just basically that. The 22 pit? The, yeah. <laughs> pit 22 would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, so get on over there and do that. And also, and then uh, the one thing that was, and we were talking about the soft ears, a little bit, uh, it was very depressing going in there and uh, got a got a call yesterday about, I guess it was about 12, from Larry, our program director, who says, uh, hey, you don't mind taking a COVID test, do you? I guess it was earlier than that because I had to come back. And uh, I said, for what? And he goes, they're needing us to take COVID tests for to go down there and talk to Robert Trujillo. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's whatever. I'm like, okay, so test. Everything's good. We're all clear. And uh, then we get there, and they're like, everybody has to wear a mask. And there was a moment where you you cringe, like, oh, no, 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 no. And you start seeing everybody in masks again. And I had one on. And immediately the memories of that stupid thing from a couple of years ago tugging on my ears, giving me that immediate headache. The, it's too small for a man with a big nose. I've got a giant nose. And it's pulling away. And I, the minute those straps went around my ear, the, the sadness and awful feeling of like, I don't want to do this, just washes over you. And you just kind of have to comply. You know, you're in that situation. I could have thrown a fit and be like, I'm not good. And walked away and had my moment and then not gotten to experience what I got to experience. But... There, and everybody felt the same way. Everybody's like, this is just making, it's depressing. It's, it's something we can't go, like, we can't do this to ourselves again. Like, this is, we got to come up with a better plan. It's depressing to see everyone in masks. And you see their eyes change. Nobody was happy about it. So, so and then the worst part is going to be the shaming, the, the misery that's coming because McFeely, here was the weird part of the mask. Here's COVID all over again. As we had the masks on, we're down there in the underbelly of the whole thing. And like Brett said off the air, he was like, look, it, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars and beyond yeah. for what this what this is going to do. I mean, you, you say hundreds of millions of dollars, then you – that's what the show's making. To your tour. I mean – Now you now you, uh, you you calculate the taxes and the, and the, the beer sales, and, and you got another hundreds of millions of dollars deal going – for what it brings to each city, and not hundreds, but millions of dollars, you know, for each city. So this is a money-churning business that can't risk hiccups. So I get that they're precautionary. I get it that there's a lot of that. So we're down there. i got the mask on. I'm, I'm in a room with about six other dudes, all just great people that we're dealing with, with the, the Metallica crew and the local guys and everything else. So down there, and uh, for the interview, was just me and Rob Dietrich and then Rob Trujillo separately we took our masks off everybody in the room couldn't but because and and, you know rob was supposed to sit at the other end of the couch he did not he sat right next to me so we were a foot and a half away shaking hands goofing around and uh and then we took a picture and in one of the pictures which is no longer on the web and or on larry's site or page i guess at the very least and I can only imagine it's because Larry came over to get in the picture because he's like, I want to take a shot with the KUPD guys. You guys have been great to us. I'm like, this is amazing. Sit there. I'm in the picture. I have no mask on. I got my arm around Trujillo. I got my arm around uh, the other Rob, the distiller. And, uh, and Larry's in the picture, too. And they wouldn't let Larry take his mask off. <laughs> so Larry's got his mask off. and the, So he looks like the only lunatic. The diseased one. Fear-based, disease, horrified, you know, COVID lib cuck that. And I suppose and would imagine that the comments 
turned into that, so he took it down. I don't blame him. I don't either. And I can tell you this. It wasn't Larry's choice. But I was in that little room with all those other guys, and Larry looked back and was like, can I take it off for the picture? Like, absolutely not. He tested negative for COVID. He, he couldn't take it off. It I, is so weird to go. Like, it, it feels like it was yesterday, and it also feels like it was 100 years ago. So when you put that mask back on, you're like, oh, my God, it's back. 20 strains later. Right. And nobody's worried. Everybody's just paranoid. Like, nobody's sitting back going, oh, I, you know, we're just paranoid that, it, that we'll get to another weird spot again. So it's super precautionary. There'll be no masks for the show tonight unless you want to wear one. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. But if you see people in them, it's because the crew has to be careful. And the reason why is because evidently Los Angeles was a cesspool. Like, well, it was just a mess. You got to figure, you, you'd probably run into this. A person spent 600 $700 or 2000 on tickets. Right. And they're feeling horrible. Oh, they're physically. going. I'm going to this they're thing. Going. I That's don't very care. very true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That they're, they're not going to sit back and go, it's just a little cold. I'll, I'll, I'll get through it. And they're, you know, you're talking about shutting down an operation that is hundreds of millions of dollars. And it screws up everything. Because yeah. if they miss tonight, they got to reschedule tonight and Sunday. They do Sunday and then Tuesday, and it's not, it just changes everything. So they were super precautionary. But then that moment when Larry's like, I can get my mask off for the picture, and they're, everybody in the room just, no. I wouldn't have asked. I would have just done it. Well, they asked for forgiveness later. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been probably the wise thing to do. He was, yeah. It was weird. It was so weird. And you do feel like rebelling, and then at the same time, it's like you can't. Like There's nothing yeah. I'm, nothing I'm going to do is changing this. I'm not. I can scream and yell. I just look like a lunatic, and you just stand there, like back in that line, just going okay. But and then Brady and I, we both heard the same thing. I saw it on the news the other night. I didn't know that without the CDC's daily, here's how many people tested positive for COVID in a city. I didn't know how they test and find out that COVID spikes are happening. I watched it on the news. You know how they do it, and I didn't even know they had this wastewater test facilities. They take our poop and our pee and our tampons and our wipes and all the other stuff that goes through his wastewater they don't eat those just the water yeah but that's in there yeah i know <laughs> you can't just you can't pick the spot that doesn't have that tampies and bleh, loogies and god it's knows like the what pulp yeah and, and orange juice a test thing scoops out and finds out what's in our wastewater and evidently san francisco went from nearly nothing to spiking to about mid-level covid range la's had a thing and i get it off of wastewater tests and I don't know where we are as Phoenix goes, but yuck. But I guess that's a really clever, smart thing to find out how we doing. Is Ebola present? You know, that's how they that's how they find out. I never knew that. that I, I wonder if they always knew that, or is that something that's relatively new too? To test but, wastewater? Yeah. I think it's probably an old thing. To keep like major metropolitan areas like from the wastewater would warn you, like, hey, we've got something brewing here. Because I don't you know, the the times that we were going through it yeah it was always just taking the numbers out of well, the they didn't hospital. need to worry about it because yeah. they had a they had a system that was just like punch your arm and go this is there, there's no monitor anymore that's the only one they've got so they've been testing the wastewater and relying on that it's like spikes. and yeah so i'm sure everything shows up but when they see like oh here we go this just showed up huge like you wouldn't want to find out you've got uh all that it's a lot of chlamydia in this right. water. So every time you take a sh- just know that there's a chance that somebody's going to scoop some of that water you flushed out and go, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> it's, it's a guy. It's a single guy. That's what I think. It's just some dude, just, just troll looking. Like Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. 
nothing. <laughs> oh, what a job. Ugh. He's nothing without his COVID. Yeah, he's... Uh, uh, but I think it's probably just... I hope it's just machines. I hope it's not like scientists that get big buckets poured on their desk and they just start fiddling around they with it. They pour it on a litmus paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a phoenix right here in my hands. I don't know where that even happens. Like, I know there's a big water facility by my house over on 24th and Lincoln. That's where it's got to be. Huge. And from uh, the Google Maps, they don't realize it when you ride by it, how big that thing is. We've got that one in uh, Gilbert. You see this? It's Tax massive. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it just kind of blends in with the side of the land, and there's a tank, and then another tank. You know, like, eh. And then you look at it from Google Maps, it's taking up acres. Maybe that's going on in there, but every time you take a sh- just know you're adding to the statistics. But that's, I guess that's how they'd know if we had an Ebola scare or a, like a, another, you know, the Spanish flu or the flu numbers and all that. And like they, they can base it off of hospital visits, but at a certain point they're like, hey, we're having a huge flu spike coming. Be careful. That's gross. So, yeah, so COVID, that was that was a tough one. That was that was a hard thing to do, and all of us were bitching. Everybody's like, I hate this mask. Again, my giant nose, I put the mask on, the right thing over my ear goes, snap! I'm like, I remember this happening every day. This My right ear holder breaking. Got to go I back to your custom mask. Got to go get another one, and then they gave me another one that was felt smaller, and I put it on, and they go, you got it on upside down. I'm like, it's still the same back. I had to turn it over. It's pulling on my ear like I, everybody looks like, you know, the deliverance hillbilly with their ears <laughs> clamped down to their... It's awful. So, I, 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 look, I get it. We're talking finance, and people will protect that at all costs and not, not even hear your complaint. But it was... it was uh, There was a, a visceral feeling. There was a, an emotion that hit me immediately. It's anxiety in Imme- a way. It's a ton of it. A ton of it. And sadness, like there's an anxiety and a misery and a depression that comes with, I don't want to do the mask again. And it had nothing, honestly, had nothing to do with people died and empathy for others. It was me. It was personal. It was just me. I hate that mask. I hated wearing it. I hated everything about it. And popping it back on made me realize, it's a loss of control. It's the realization that we don't really have uh, any sort of idea of what could happen at any given time. We can get attacked by something that we don't, we can't stop. Can the game changers still work? Do those get the, approved? The shields, the shields, the plastic shields. Uh, they were handing out the K ninety fives, and they said that were the KN nine fives. That that was the uh, the mask you had to have on. Nobody could wear a, a bandanas. That was off. You couldn't do the old way, the balaclava. It had to be a the certified hospital mask. I actually don't want to know. Yuck. Like. The, the numbers and all that stuff. Me neither. Don't want to know. Don't you, care. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I'm Jay Cutler. Yep. Cutler it. Yeah. Don't care. If yeah. it gets us, it gets us. Right. There's only a 98% chance we'll survive. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Yeah. It I was, just, it was, I don't want to know. It's depressing. Yeah, I had a friend come off a cruise ship a couple weeks ago with COVID. And I'm like, did you say anything? He goes, on the boat? No. He goes, just in case they panicked. He goes, I just kind of laid low. I'm like, you had it though. And he goes, oh, I... At it the last couple of days. I'm like, you gave everybody COVID on a boat. Because I did my best to stay away and like not be in cramped, crowded spaces. Did, I can't and remember. I, did he say the symptoms were about he the had same a, he or had a, different? A rough headache and fever and a couple yeah. a couple of days worth of crap. And then he's okay. Yeah. He's like, I'm not, I didn't want to say anything because what if they shut the whole thing down? 
Thank you for not saying exactly. anything. Exactly. Shut your mouth. I've co- I, look, I came here. And you're trapped on that boat for three more weeks. Uh, right. Then you're in that thing forever with those hillbillies. And it's just going around and around. Um, I thought I had allergies back in March. Tested COVID. Came up negative. Could not shake it. Tested COVID negative. Everything's fine. Again, three, four days. I'm like, I feel like garbage. And then tested again after I'd come here telling everybody, it's just allergies. I've tested for it a few times. COVID. I'm like, I can't tell anybody about this. I've been lying to them. <laughs> so I just went to work for a few days with the sniffles. Not a soul got it. We went through this. Nobody had it. I'm like, oh, all righty then. Murder. Get away with it. And then I walked off, and I don't think anybody. And you never know. That. Like when you, you know, if you have allergies, you feel like, oh, they're just flaring up yeah, again. Yeah, but you test now. Yeah. You don't be a jackass and say it's just allergies. When you start feeling that, you test and make sure because you'll cause the panic. I'm not worried about dying from it. I'm worried about the, the reaction. Yeah, it's crazy. But That's that, my problem. I yeah. get hit with allergies so bad all the time. You're always like, sniffing yeah. and snorting. Like this morning. It's yeah. just But all that dust in the air from last yep. night. It's like, COVID. I knew I was going to be screwed. And you'll be at the show tonight giving it to everybody. Yeah. 60,000 COVID. There you go. So yeah, it, it was it was a it was weird. It was sad, but don't be mean to Larry if the pictures of him with a mask on come up on the uh, Instagram and stuff. And don't be mean to anybody else because it's just not. It wasn't his choice. He has a choice. He could have taken it up. Then we'd all had to leave. Yeah. So what? More important than no, it's not. Not that big a deal. It really wasn't. It was a pain in the ass. But that's uh, I deal with that every day. I work with Brady. It's no big deal. <laughs> Brady's like a big human mask. <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, – and then I watched a couple football games. And the ASU game didn't end until 1.30 because they delayed it for the weather and then just fired it back up. Did wow. people stick around for I that? I know. The okay. pictures of the end of the game. There's, there's, you know, some of the students are still there. Just So it was like a WNBA game just in the yeah. crowd? Yeah. There's some vaping going on and a bunch <laughs> of dudes who stood there through the weather. But, yeah, that storm blew through and canceled the ASU game for a little while. I'm like, well, that's done. Who cares? It's – ASU versus Fresno, I think. I don't even know who they were playing. Like, this doesn't matter anyway, and there's no bulb. Just call it a tie. Nope, they hopped those kids right back on that field with no bulb potential and put them in harm's way again. Lightning's gone. Go break your legs with each other. Uh, and they finished at like one fifteen in the morning, a game that just has absolutely no reason to be in the first place, let alone at midnight. Just play a, play a Madden. Take the captain of the ASU team and the captain of the Fresno team, put them in a room and play Madden. Whoever wins, that's the score. No one's ever going to look back in history and go, the great Fresno State-Arizona State game. Southern Utah. Who cares? I'm making up a school. I don't know if Fresno has a school. I know there was a Southern Utah. Why yeah, bother well, playing? We can't right. go to a bowl anyway. Wouldn't you rather just watch an ASU uh, Chinese kid versus a Southern Utah Chinese kid playing Madden on the big screen? Then watch them actually play the games when there's no real hope for anything, especially when the lightning storm cancels it all. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was nuts. So they had, you know, that storm blowing through last night was bananas. That South Mountain lit on fire. Yeah. They were worried about the radio towers for a while. It was nuts. Hopefully it happens again tonight without all the fires and stuff. But... And evidently ASU won the game last night. I was, watching, I was watching some college football. Tight, 24-21. Yeah, well, they got to a slow start, and then luckily God got involved and tried to kill them with lightning. Um, I was watching a couple of highlights of uh, college football, and the bands uh, for a couple of games were wearing masks. And I'm like, oh. And like you said off the air, Brady, 
perfect example of what those libtards will do. <laughs> you're absolutely right. That's the only place you're going to get away the with college this. college kids. College campuses. Yeah, you're right. The libtards on a college campus. Like the way too far left people that can't wait to wear masks again to be right rather than comfortable. And the way too far right people that want to start a fight with everybody at Wendy's for wearing a mask. Even though the kid at Wendy's is like, dude, they're making me. You don't know his personal feelings. You just know he's got to wear it to keep his $12 an hour job. It's, it's, we're, we're, I hope this is just the end of it. I can't. And we mentioned, I mean, there's a factor of people are like, I'm, I'm just more comfortable in a mask. I've never met that like person. It. If anybody's comfortable I, I just figure that when I, you know, when I yeah. saw a couple people this summer wearing them. So, you know, I have walk a into the restaurants. I always yeah. see probably two to four people that are still really wearing masks. saw a couple at Costco the other day too. Yeah. I was like, "Jeez, well, like now I do." I, I, I got to be. It's like a whoopee. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody in one like I've, every once in a while. You'll see like one person doing it in a car, and I'm like, "What is that guy up to?" But I see somebody in a mask, and I'm like, mm. "I immediately kind of get a little upset at him." <laughs> yeah, they wore it in the restaurant. Right. Sat down at the table and did the routine. Yeah. Take it off. Take it off and just start breathing on us. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, the uh, it, to me, it's like the, it's like if the smoking section had little panels next to the thing and the smoke never escaped it. But yeah, I don't get it. And I, I, get, I get upset at people who don't have to. Like if they're just walking down the road or like it's their choice to wear it. I'm like, Ugh. we could never be friends. Oh, but then I always go, they must have some horrible disease. You know, that's the only other thought. They just got something so wrong with them. They've, they've been told they can't, they, they'll die tomorrow if they don't wear it. I don't know. And maybe we it's go into it if, 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 if it does happen, a mandate on masks. Ugh. If a business is requiring you to wear a mask, yeah. maybe you can be a little bit better and like, okay, I just won't go to that restaurant. Right, because you saw how. I'll find another restaurant. You're 100% right, Brady, because we got so reasonable and logical with that yeah. at the end. And I can see that that's the attitude most Hopefully. people. Hopefully. No, you're, hope all you want that you Look, Obama, hope doesn't work. There's other choices. There isn't. Not for the crazies. You're going to make me wear a mask. Here we go. It's going to be ten times worse. You can't stop me. Yeah, it's going to be ten times worse. But you're right. The logical thing would be to wander in and go, okay, well, I choose not to do that, so I'm going to go somewhere else. I'll take my business elsewhere. We don't do that. We're going to be worse. It's going to be an S show. Oh, it's going to be an S show. But I don't don't, know. We'll see. But it was depressing last night. And it's it's weird to see it kind of creeping around again. I'm like, oh. And it's basically because we keep and dumping it in there, and they keep testing our poo and finding spikes and getting nervous. So my my suggestion is to dig a hole in your backyard and poop in that. Keep those spikes low. <laughs> Let's not use the sewer system for a little while. What do you say, folks? Go to the hospital today with a little tupper of poo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you test this? I think I'm good, but I don't want to put it in wastewater and cause a big city spike. I'm not wearing that mask. Uh, and then people are no, and you ah oh another story I saw what I loved you know remember our our uh, our sales manager Susan when she sexually harassed like out loud like crazy wouldn't stop for a little while like an hour's worth of wild hardcore sexual harassment that was going on adults only type of sexual harassment that Susan was responsible for and only Susan and when she was downstairs ogling those cops and ooh that one I would put this on top of him and eat honey off of that and she was disgusting and then when I told her I'm like hey. If a man was doing this to female police officers and she interrupted me immediately and said, it's our turn. The ladies never (laughs) wanted sexual harassment to go away. They wanted us men to stop it so they could do it. Well, the worm has officially turned, ladies. It's all yours. One of my favorite stories in the we want it, you can't have it anymore world of sexual harassment. 
you're finally going to get a taste of what I've dealt with my whole life. A lady in England moved here, having a, a talk with her uh, co-worker. They called him John, but they kept putting it in quotes because that's not his real name. But it's appropriate that he's got my name in this story because this is exactly what I do to this butthole. So she's pretty comfortable, like Susan, sexually harassing folks around the office because she's a lady and it's their turn. Walking up and down the office telling everybody her husband's been out of town for about 14 days. So with her little British accent, thinking that she's getting away with one, she starts talking to John, who she said, I've worked a nice relationship with him, I thought, and this was good. And she's like, yeah, he's been gone for about 14 days and it's been quite rough on me. And John's like, yeah. But don't think I don't know how to please myself, John, because I do. I've got power tools back at the house. And she starts getting graphic about how she can please herself, even though her husband's not around. John's like, that's great. And John goes right back to work. A couple days later, HR goes over to Matilda and says, uh, you want to step into the office here for a second? And uh, now, thinking about it at this point, you're like, what, what loser douche Toledo would tell on a woman for telling sex stories at the house. Well, ladies, this is how sexual harassment works when you're the ones doing it. If you're ugly as you can't do it. And Matilda wasn't pretty. It was awesome. Nobody wants to hear the fat, ugly girl in the office start talking about fiddling the bald man in the canoe. And she got fired for it. And, and 20 so. years in prison. Right. <laughs> yes! Add in a prison term, Brady. I'm with you. Because you're being babies. Yes, but you're ugly, and now the world knows you're ugly. And so do you. Congratulations. You're not allowed to talk about your vagina anymore because nobody wants to think about it. We don't fantasize about you, chunks. Out you go. Only hot ladies are allowed to do that. It's awesome. And we've dealt with that as ugly guys our whole lives. Be careful. You're not exactly in position. When guys would say that to each other, you're not exactly in the position to be that comfortable talking about that stuff. What your friend was saying was, you're ugly. She can turn you in and nobody's going to defend you. Handsome dudes. Take your stapler and get out of here. You're fired. (laughs) Take it, Milton, (laughs) and start walking. Hit the bricks, prick. You're done. All I said was get out, chunks. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear about your little worm. I said I had to drain the snake. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) So now ugly women can know what it's like. To be an ugly man. You think you're all in on this together? You're wrong. You better be smoking hot like we had to be to sexually harass somebody. <laughs> Good. I love that it's happening. You wanted equality? Liars. You wanted to take it. You wanted to steal it. The same thing we knew when you were trying to get the master's golf course. We want to play out there. No, you want it for yourselves. If we give you an inch, you'll take a billion miles. Take your sexual harassment and shove it up your ugly ass, lady. This is great news. Debbie, I'll be back in five. I got to go snap one off. Yeah. (laughs) He's got to stop talking about himself that way. George Clooney looks at it and goes, I'll be in the bathroom for a few minutes snapping one off. Oh, his butthole's going to be dreamy. (laughs) I love thinking about him pooping. Hot guys have been able to get away with it forever. Hot ladies, you're the ones that tell us the story about when your husband's out of town. You can't get enough of of, uh, diving in the canyon on your own. Uggos, zip it like we've had to forever. Keep it. Look in the mirror and realize, am I hot enough to sexually harass? 90% of you are not. I agree with this. I do, too. And I love that this John guy went, you know what? I don't need this from that chunk. I don't have to choke this down. And he wandered over to the HR and he's like, hey, 
Chubby McAgos over there is talking about her vagina too much. Who? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Don't act like this is a surprise. All right, I'll call her in. You know, Mary Poppins. Float her on in here and tell her she's fired because I can't take it. If I understand this problem with my, uh, what I've been talking about. Yeah. You can't talk about your vagina at work. It made made a dude sick. Her argument back was, what kind of world are we living in when a man doesn't want to hear a woman talk about that? And then they showed a picture of her like, oh, that kind of world, sister. A world with sight. The world with sighted people. I loved it. You're giving her the too refined London accent. You yeah, need to, she's she needs, cockney. She's yeah. cockneyed, 100%. All right, brother. I was That's in there the fiddling the old dots. Ugh. I worked my way around a couple of herpes. <laughs> in me bonnet. Yeah. I had me old fist in there last night, Johnny. I did. <laughs> I was pumping away like a piston in an old 69 Chevy. Bumping and bumping and going. Next thing you know, I'm squirting all over. But I forgot to put down the visqueen, so the dog was lapping it up. <laughs> I'm going to HR. I'm going to HR now. Could you talk to Telecom, please? Tell yeah. her to shut up. Hey, Johnny, come on over here. Take your hands and me up, huh? Grab this roll here and work your way to one of the good ones. Keep fiddling around with the bumps until you find a nippy. Is that it? No, that's my stomach. Oh, God. What's that? That's a mole. Yeah, so she ugly said she women. Was shagging herself. Yeah. For like- oh, sorry if I'm a little off today, partner. I shagged so hard last night. Husband's out of town. I wrote a bedpost. I drove a stick shift home with my vagine. Sort of Good. I've ever heard in my life. Awesome. Take that, ladies. Now you know the pressures of what you caused. And you got to watch what you're saying. I love it. We went through a whole phase from 2018 to 2020 before COVID started of that Me Too movement where we were afraid to say somebody's hair looked nice because we were ugly. That's it. There's a room of ugly guys, and as the leader of the room of ugly guys, I'm like, don't tell anybody they look good. Don't mention their clothes. I mean it, all of you. We're out, of, we're out on our ass if one of us starts talking nice to them. That's when we started the Acknowledge Female program. It was the ugly guy plan. You see a woman, Acknowledge Female, and walk right past her. They dress up. Their cans are out. I don't care. Don't look at it. It's, it's, the, it's the end of uh, Indiana Jones. Don't look at it, Marion. If her Cleavage is out. One or two guys that don't understand your instructions. So, um, no nice jugs anymore. I can't <laughs> well, say that. Those guys are lost, and you better be great looking with that one. <laughs> I can't imagine be Brad Pitt saying that. No one gets away. Fine. Brad Pitt gets away. Brad with Pitt. That. Brad, Brad, Brad Pitt walks into this office, looks directly into Kristen's eyes, and goes, "You got great." <laughs> <laughs> you want me to put one in your mouth, or what do I do now? <laughs> You would just, the second Brad Pitt looked at Christian, you got really nice boobs. You just hear this weird <laughs> noise. <laughs> what was that? Somebody step on a sponge? <laughs> He's allowed, Brady. You keep wanting to okay. even up. You are not but in the any category. any of us uggos say that, we're, right. we're gone. You keep thinking you're a seven. You got to drop your seven. You're right down to a three when it comes to HR and employment, Brady. No. Don't start saying nobody Look, could get away with it. No, I'm don't. in Tent City if I say something like that. Right. <laughs> don't you even, you and me, but I'm, I'm your voice of reason here because you've got a higher act. You look in the mirror and see something nobody else sees. A guy that could say, nice outfit today. That's HR problems for people like you. 
You're not one of them, Brady. You're never going to be. Neither am I. Acknowledge it. Recognize it. You're not one of them. I like your camel toe today. It's very nice. Your com- no, you take it to new levels. Your your base your base minimum HR guy. You think camel toe is the thing you've got to avoid. You've got to avoid looking somebody in the eyes going, I like your hair. They will f*** you up for that. You can't do it. You get too excited. Smell oh, smell one? I don't know how Biden's been getting away with it. I guess if you're 90, people are like, well, he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's kind of got the ultimate HR scam going to act like he's got dementia so he can do whatever he wants. But You have to be aware of it. But now, oh, I am. Oh, no, you're not, because you keep bringing up camel toe. Like, that's your that's your <laughs> threshold. You're so far from the camel toe line, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you might not be able to, like, talk about anything. I, I, you just stay away from them. You and I should both just know. Ah, there's ladies in the room. Run, because you being nice to them is dangerous. The creepy old man upstairs started to talk to me. That's where you run the risk. I see you down there talking to Paige and Emily every once in a while, and I start sweating. Oh, no. There's going to be a Wiener Schleider joke coming any second now, and she's we not going to like it. We spent 30 minutes on camel toe yeah, talk. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> Maybe they think you've got dementia, but stop it. <laughs> now it's out. Now, to, to turn the tables on uh, our, our Susan, it's our turn to start turning your asses in. And then you'll all realize who's ugly in the office and who isn't. Jen Gardner downstairs talk, starts talking about fiddling away on stuff, and nothing happens to her. The other ones will get comfortable. They'll try it, and the next thing you know, they're in the who's cow. And I'm proud of ourselves. F- you, ladies. Only one or two per office is allowed to do it completely. And the British accent doesn't save you, chunks. It's great stuff. Loved every second of that story. Loved it because it just reminded me of what I should have done. Should have had everybody fired that day that they were... Sucked up against the window, staring at those cops, talking about asses and nightsticks and making all the jokes that we're not allowed to do anymore. It's our turn. All right, all right. I see what's going on. We're turning them in. (laughs) We're turning them in. I don't even compliment a woman's, like, shoes anymore. Nice shoes. You never know. I'm too ugly for that stuff. Shoes even? Oh, no way. And they eyeball me every day. Oh, you match. I like the shoes with that shirt. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's all superficial. How does John look today? You're going to jail, lady. F*** you. (laughs) (laughs) You're not hot enough to pull that off. I didn't come here to get judged about my clothing. But you know what will start happening with this? Women will start dressing sexier. Because deep down they love that attention. And when we stop giving it to them and start turning them in for things they're doing, they'll switch back. They don't like being in turtlenecks and nobody noticing them. The reason I know that is because it's a trillion-dollar industry to have put in your chest and your ass blown up like a hot air balloon and your lips to expand to no end, popping up all over the place, big lip centers, and all of them want attention. They all want it. Fill her up. Fill her up indeed. <laughs> Might as well have it right next to the Texaco station. It's like, I'm going to fill my tank and fill my lips. I do it every couple weeks for attention. But don't you dare notice. You notice at work. If you're ugly, I'm not doing it for you. They're not doing it for the ugly guys. It's our turn again, boys. <laughs> Turning the ugly ones. And let the hot ones talk like 
freely in front of them. And you know what they'll do? They'll cannibalize themselves. The ugly ones will notice the hot ones are able to do whatever they want, and they'll turn them in. And the next thing you know, we won't even have anything to do with it. They'll bastardize themselves right out of the workplace. Like, and it'll be hours again. Here. Hours! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Isn't it great? That story was awesome. And I started thinking to myself, in the beginning of the story, to be honest, I'm looking at it, I'm like, ah, kind of pussy tells on a woman talking about masturbating. It's kind of a hot uh, cube mate. Then they showed her. Oh, they showed her. I'm like, well, that's why. He didn't want to hear about that. I'd rather hear about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather you just not talk like the 60s. <laughs> you see that lady over there that's doing her work? Be more like her. Shouldn't someone be making coffee? <laughs> Would you want to <laughs> fetch me a scarf or something for my wife's birthday? Oh, wait. I don't have a secretary anymore. I got a coworker. This sucks. So, yeah, it's a, it, was, it, was, it was a great moment for, uh, you know, what I've experienced in my <laughs> terrible treatment downstairs. I can't even wear my Mac Weldon's to work anymore. Well, yeah, Kristen's... Well, they talk about it. You spent some good money on those, too. spent a lot of money. I just wear them around the house. My ass pops too much in those, and it makes Kristen crazy. (laughs) You only wear it when you want to get free drinks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I go out to, like, the ladies, on ladies' night, and I try to coerce them into buying me a Midori Sour. (laughs) said no man. I said no, dude, in sweatpants, ever. Anyway... Turn them in. If you got an ugly today, just she probably has said something gross. At least get some paperwork started on her. That's the that's today's goal, man. A couple of uh, ladies at your office that are gross that talk about gross stuff. You might even like her. Just get some paperwork started. Don't try to get them fired today. Just start the paper trail. Time Susie get in today. <laughs> you got a couple on the list. All right, yeah, Susie, our HR girl. Head on down there. It's like here's my Make laundry sure you list do it before lunch. They're gone. <laughs> here's my anonymous laundry list of the uggos in the building that have got to get in this morning. You get a little too free with the language, I think. Yeah, get it in today. Susie ain't coming in today. It's a three-day, four-day weekend. It's our turn. Oh, brother. I had to fiddle that beam last night. The old man's not in town. Squirting all about the cat and such. I changed my name, my cat's name to Bullseye because I just chased him around hitting him with the old squizzy. Oh. Oh, it was like wringing out a wet towel after a storm, mate. I can't wait till he comes back to give me the old what for, in, out, in, out. I'm turning you in, fat. No, a beautiful British woman that says, oh. Like Kate Beckinsale comes in doing that. she rolls over. I can't believe how hard I masturbated last night. What's this then? (laughs) My husband's been out of town for 14 days. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What are you doing about it? Fisting myself. Yeah. I can't get any work done with you talking like that. Yeah. I know, it's terrible. I go into like this little triangle with my hand. I make it go all the way up to the top knuckle. I like my knuckles. Okay, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. What's going on with the hat one? I do the same thing at home. Fist away, bummer. I'm punching myself like Tyson Fury down there. Making me own vinegar. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and in the room smelt like an old fish hatchery. <laughs> it took four cans of Glade to get the stink out. <laughs> I take my knuckles and I make smells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like you. She's allowed, Chunks isn't. 
fucking load of this chutney. <laughs> you can still smell it all the way up to me wrist, huh? That's a ripe old <laughs> isn't it? Oh, God. She just called it a rape sea. <laughs> it was like punching Ooh. a grapefruit after a while, just squishings and squirts all about. Oh. There was chunks of pink. I couldn't find it. I just did me sheets in the wash. Slept in a puddle of me own. Can't wait till that bloke gets back home to give me the goods. <laughs> when my husband comes home, he's going to make love to me slowly like this. I've drawn photos and left things on the, my Instagram. You're going to get a promotion. The hot one can do it. The ugly one <laughs> They're can't. They're both going back and forth. <laughs> it's oh, just man. comparing masturbation stories. I've got this one thing. I'm wearing it right now. It's called a rabbit. Uh, uh, if you listen carefully, you occasionally hear it. So I like to please myself here at the office. I like that too. I like taking the old dingle and rocking it with a little vibration. You know what I'm talking about? Making me old black pudding. Nothing about that, bad. Sometimes it slips down me panties, works its way over the old dark hole, if you know what I'm talking about, the other side of the moon. But that don't feel so bad either. I like to clinch up and trap it in there occasional. You're losing your job, and you're getting another job. You're so hot. You're getting a promotion. You're going to be the boss. <laughs> you're going to be the boss of me. I like to give myself a good spank while I'm doing it as well. Want to see the red marks? Due to all this blubber that keeps me warm in winter but does nothing for me in the summer, my hand makes big red bruises. <laughs> give me a smack in the gut. Spin me around. Yep, it's our turn. I like it. And we'll make our list off the air of who we're going to have fired and who stays. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. I love that story. And I love that it was, quote, John that turned her in. Ah, oh, it was so appropriate. <laughs> Better watch your, watch your P's and Q's there, Susan. You never know. One of these days. I might have just had it. I can't work like this anymore. <laughs> uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song. Brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It is a new month over there. So right now, all... Bikes from uh, Santa Cruz and Kona are on sale. If you need to get that bike uh, tuned up, they got the best wrenches in town. With fall weather coming up, you, you definitely want to be, be ready for the trails. So uh, you can get, mention KUPD, get $10 off a full bike tube for the month of September. Are you no kidding? Yeah. Oh, I need, well, sorry. I don't have tubes anymore. I forgot. But that, that was a deal was, I almost yeah. went down to get. Yeah, yeah. Because the deal was going. Oh, no, it's a go great get deal. Some tubes for my tubeless bikes. Tubes removed. I had my tubes removed. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to get other bikes <laughs> pregnant. And of course, they want to remind you guys that, uh, you know, Winter will be soon coming. I mean, it's hard to imagine it, but they got they got new winter gear arriving daily. So time to start picking it all up before uh, the mad rush begins. But everything you need is going to be at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com. Go visit them at Gilbert Road and Southern. Glorious. And on the list, it's pretty much Metallica and Pantera. So Pantera, you got Mouth for War, oh. uh, Drag the Waters, Yard of Shredding. Double it down, Brett. All right. Get a little Drag the Waters. Okay. And uh, you picked the Metallica. There's a lot of good ones up there. Yeah, they're all... There's, like, really no wrong choice. No. Wow. That is a good That is a good list. I should make that a permanent list. Damage Inc. is solid. I haven't heard that in a while. Short of Straw is pretty good. You want to do that? Yeah, I think that's a good one. All right. Drag the Waters and Short of Straw. Those will be the ones we do this morning. All right. How great is that? I can't, I can't wait to see. I mean, I want to see that. 
Metallica, but Pantera. That's Ooh. all I'm thinking about. 6.55, so it's 6 o'clock sharp for Wolfgang Van Halen tonight. 6.55 sharp for Pantera. And then 8.30 is scheduled time for uh, Metallica, but I was told that they've been wandering out there about 10, 15 minutes late every night. Just for effect. And they play for two hours and 20 minutes. So prep it up. Brady said he's good for two hours, and he's going to beat gonna traffic. going to beat traffic. <laughs> He's going to get out of there before the big finale. And, uh, and don't forget about traffic on the way out there. Oh, Plan accordingly. And also, don't be an idiot. The DUI teams are everywhere. So I know Uber's going to be hard. It's a pain in the ass. That parking situation is not really fun. Uh, you know, walk it off. Do something. Sp- have a plan. At the very least, have somebody who can't uh, have a, a designated driver. Do something smart. Don't get in trouble. Don't get all hemmed up. And most importantly, don't crash and kill somebody. Uh, bad enough the DUI, you're going to end up spending half your life, uh, you know, paying that down. Uh, worse if you, you involuntary manslaughter, and the next thing you know, you're in jail for this thing for years. Be smart. Let's all be smart together. Uh, it's Pantera right here. Drag those waters. And then uh, Metallica comes up right after that with the shortest straw. It's Concert Psyching Rock to its fullest. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> It's just about that time for Brady to give you the uh, Brady report. Before that, talking COVID, talking sexual harassment. Got an email from a girl. I won't give her name just in case because there's some information in there that's not so great. Says, John, I'm 99.9% sure my whole family has COVID right now. And we're all telling everyone it's allergies. I think my dogs even have it. And I know you suffer from anxiety, but my biggest fear is being stuck in a hospital, intubated, and I don't want the stigma that tags along with me having had it. She said, also, since we're talking about sexual harassment, this new COVID side effect that no one is talking about but is out there is the new one makes you hypersexual. That's a real thing. Look it up. And yes, I'm a hot chick, so I can talk about this stuff. Nice. You better be pretty hot. Spewing that filth at me there, lady. I'm going to find out that you've got, uh, you know, rings around you like a downed redwood. Disgusting. Not the aging ones, you know, just yeah, no, looks like the Michelin man. Yeah. Gross. I didn't know about that. Hypersexual COVID. I'm Googling it. Bring it on. It's going to make everybody with a mask interesting. Oh. <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. So hypersexuality with the new COVID is uh, evidently one of the deals. So I think most dudes who have been married for more than five years are going to start breathing real hard on their wives, hoping that the best comes from that. Literally. They can break this rigid bitch up. Tried everything. <laughs> is it real? She missed one part of it. Uh-oh. COVID, new COVID-19 induced aggression Ooh. and hypersexuality. Oh. Makes you bipolar. Start having highs and lows, anger and sex, and then sadness and misery. The masturbation epidemic associated with the new COVID-19 strain. And you know how they're getting that? I think I have it. (laughs) I've had it for years. I've had it since I was 11. Uh, I might be the carrier monkey. I might be the one that brought it to the party. Jeez, it was back in 83 when I started this epidemic. Yeah, uh, they're getting that from your wastewater. There's a lot more dude (laughs) in there. That's that's how they trace the spike. There's an awful lot of dude juice in these toilets. What are we finding with the dude juice? That it's straight from the tap. It's not mixed up and, you know, it's not a cream pie situation here, sir. It's directly from the boy. 
That masturbation epidemic is crushing the big cities. How do they know there's a masturbation epidemic? <laughs> Acute onset episodic aggression. So you just start beating some the tar out of yourself or, or someone yeah, else. Or you, or you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also comes with hypersexuality and transient memory loss. Wow. Johnson, I, I need you to, whoa, you are aggressively masturbating at work. I'll leave you to it. He's got COVID. <laughs> I'll leave you to it. Well, he's not going to go in there and get COVID. Right, right. Shot all over him in the eyes and stuff. He's seen videos. He knows how this ended. This is an ending that you don't want to be part of. Are you done furiously masturbating? All right, good. Wipe your tummy off and come with me. You're like a little otter with all that stuff on your gut. Some of these changes were noticed in solitary people. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, there's been a masturbating epidemic with solitary people, <laughs> like from Ugg, the first man, to now. <laughs> I guarantee you, Adam was tugging it all over the Garden of Eden, bi- biblical folk, before he broke his ribs and made some broad that loves apples. <laughs> man, there's a range of stuff associated with this new one. The single least feminist thing on the planet, by the way, is the Bible. Dude, dude is doing great. Love and life. You got it, God. Listen to everything he said. You want some companionship? That wouldn't be so bad. Breaks a rib off. Builds that girl. She goes and wrecks everything. The whole message of the Bible it's is... like weird science. Yeah, women ruin everything. That's what God said. It's in his book. Well, be nice to him. I'm a believer. Unless... <laughs> actually, he actually didn't. He, he said... Basically, treat them like chattel is one of the lines. They're your oh, yeah, property. Yeah, they, they're, they it changed a little bit in the New Testament, but the, <laughs> I'm a believer now. The Old Testament bit. wasn't so great to them. Stone them to death. That's in their what I'm saying. That was yeah. a little. I mean, nowhere in there does it say be nice to them. None of the commandments are don't rape. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't enslave people should have been on there. Don't rape women should have been on there. Instead, it's like, pay attention to me. Never look at anyone but me. Praise me. All right, and don't kill people. All right, yeah. and then there's that. <laughs> I, can't, I don't even know how to uh, tie it together. Anyway, you can't. No, you can't. Anyway, hopefully your hypersexuality, the sex COVID starts hitting you. All right. Is that going to be people's opening line? Hey. I got sex COVID. Right. You want a little taste of that? I think I do. I want to shove my sex COVID down your throat. It's going to be spreading like crazy. Oh, it's going to be spreading. Once you find out that you're hypersexuality, you need people will want COVID. That will backfire. COVID parties. Oh, disgusting ones. Sorry, I had sex COVID. That's why I told that lady I wanted to squeeze her cans together in the office. <laughs> He's got aggressive COVID. You got to give him a break. Put your mask on and your rubbers. <laughs> People yeah, we, we won't even have masks. We'll just have to walk around with rubbers on in case we get aggressive sexually <laughs> out of our control. It's okay. It's all right. Understand that he's got the strain. Biden said this would happen. <laughs> he called it. Crazy sex COVID out there. Where put your rubbers on. Wear a mask. You don't want any of that in your mouth. Ew. Ah, keeps it out of there. Yeah. Oh, the mouth. A shot of mouth COVID. Dr. Jill knows. She's sick. I'll just tell you. <laughs> I got a case of 80-year-old six COVID. My friend's Mitch McConnell. He's got it right now, too. That's why he froze up the other day staring at a beautiful pair of media. That's what he was doing. Oh, 
Wow. <laughs> Those are some great looking cans. Mr. McConnell, stop staring at that woman and answer the question. I can't. He's turtling again. I can't do it. Oh, I gotta have a look at those beautiful t- if you don't mind. I got the sex COVID. <laughs> Mr. McConnell's got the sex COVID and a concussion, so every once in a while he just drops into a trance. You have to give him a break. Now, here we go. Sex COVID kicking in. I gotta start or we're all in trouble. I think I like Mitch McConnell. Love I've never tried one. a Mitch McConnell. I, love that I, I really one. enjoyed Mitch McConnell. He's only going to last another couple of weeks, so I get it out now. <laughs> I got that sex call, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's sounds. <laughs> I never tried it before. That's a new one. Put it on the list. <laughs> it can only get better the more I try. Uh, anyway, it's time now for Brady, the sex COVID king, to give you guys. Uh, all the news that he knows, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And once again, I give you this information, and I love it. This is the last Friday at your work that you're not going to see dudes in their 50s acting like they're 13, wearing their football gear into work, football Fridays. Just like high school, you had to wear your uniform on Friday and all that stuff. This is the last weekend we do it before it starts turning into go to Hooters for football Sundays. Go to, oh, it's going to be great. And it's Friday. You can kick off a long weekend with happy hour at Hooters and just start thinking about all the stuff you're going to do next week. Three to six o'clock, they got happy hour. They can knock you out. That's actually not a bad idea to hit the Hooters, you know, before you take your Uber over to Metallica. Or Three Dog Night, as my friend Jay is heading over to Three Dog Night instead of Metallica tonight. (laughs) Missed the memo, evidently. (laughs) The one remaining, the one dog of Three Dog Night that remains. Is it Chuck Negron? Was he the one whose penis exploded? Brady? He was the guy who had so much sex that he, his penis never stopped yeah, being hard, the and it blew up all over a girl? Yeah, priapism. Yeah, but it was like extreme priapism. I don't remember Exploded like a was. broccoli floret. Well, it was like a hot dog in a microwave. You leave it in there too long, the side split open <laughs> in, that, in that girl's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first time Brady's ever brought up broccoli, and it's because it was disgusting. <laughs> like the reference. It's gross like broccoli. Ew. It's so disgusting, like a like a man-eating broccoli. You know what I'm talking about, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> Brett understands. I threw in the You've f- had it happen. I threw in the florette for him. Get a bad tooth, you need florette. <laughs> uh, anyway, Brady, please report it. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world, we've made it. Hi. Happy American Chest Day. Happy National Acne Positivity Day. <laughs> no, don't do that. that is the, Stay negative about that and get it fixed. And National Lazy Mums Day. Yeah, everybody. I had terrible zits all over my face. There's nothing positive about it. Your life. Hey, you're look in, at these. You're in turmoil. Here's the positivity about acne. Anybody dealing with it, you can fix it, and it will eventually go away. Now, adult acne. I feel terrible for people who get that. Like they're fine until they're like 36, and then suddenly they've got teenage acne all over their face. But there's so many face products out there, and this is thanks to vain women. You go out there and get that Sculptra and uh, whatever the the brushes and the scrubs and all that, and they can just wipe the it off. Dermabrasion, you know, all the, that stuff. The yeah. belt sander to your face. The, we I are the, a couple of kids as take the uh, Accutane. Did you the say Accutane, that one? no, Accutane oh, is the that old was just stuff. The red face, yeah, burned your face. Brutal. Off. The new stuff they do. There's no reason to even worry about acne. It's just it, it, they can fix it. So there's no such thing as acne positivity. Don't do that. Your back knee looks nice today. <laughs> Walking around with a big oily globule hanging off your face. Go pop that thing. 
couple of baseless fun facts. Today, there will be a college football game between the Miami Redhawks, Miami University in Ohio, and the Miami, uh, Miami Hurricanes, University of Miami in Florida. In the past, the Miami versus Miami game has been known as the Confusion Bowl. Okay. Hmm. I'm confused just hearing about it. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. This is the Ohio. first time they've played each other since 1987. The Red Hawks are uh, 0-3 against yeah. the Hurricanes. Good Miami is playing <laughs> Miami. <laughs> I'd travel to one Miami, the other Miami's in Ohio. <laughs> the woman who invented windshield wipers, 1903, her name's Mary Anderson, never made any money for them because the car companies told her that they'd be too distracting for drivers. There's no market for them. So she let the patent expire, and the car companies immediately swooped on it. Did did he say that? I'm not sure. Did you say National American Chest Day? Chest Day. Chess. Chess. Aha. Misunderstood. I didn't it was chest. Right. I was focused heavily on uh, acne positivity day. I remember <laughs> Gretchen Zamat in high school. She lives in Puerto Rico now. She was really cute. How do you know she lives in Puerto Rico? Because uh, she contacted Doctor. me and said, I live in Puerto Rico now. Can I have some money for this hurricane? I'm like, no. <laughs> But uh, her boyfriend's name was Mark, and I gave them a ride home to her house because her parents were at home. They were going to do it. <laughs> and I knew that because I was jealous because I was not going to do it for another two years. So uh, but Mark evidently had uh, big back acne zits every once in a while, and that was what got Gretchen going. Ah, she liked yeah. harvesting. She used to love going back there and giving them a squeeze, and when they'd pop, it got her... She, she said, "It turns me on. Something about oh, it. I dang. love it." So he would he would he would groom them and and <laughs> and tend to his field of back zits, so she'd have stuff to do. And I can't say that if I was seventeen years old and one of the hot girls is trying to climb on me, but the thing that gets her going, I'd have been pouring Crisco on my back and standing in the sun. In the country of Andorra in Europe, it's illegal not to own a gun. The country doesn't have a military, All right. so every man between the age of 21 and 60 is supposed to have a rifle in their house just in case the country gets attacked. Good work. Love it. And do they have a massive problem with violence and murder? So it's not the guns, huh? Nope. Maybe because they know everybody's got one. If everyone had a gun, would there be less gun violence? I it think takes so. you about four minutes to get through Andorra. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's really small. That was the name of the Witch. mom on Bewitched, right? Oh, it was the mom? Yeah. I thought it was like the Good Witch. <laughs> it was the mom. I think Andorra was the mom. It's Labor Day weekend, a holiday that has been around hundreds of years. Um, the origins of Labor Day can be traced back to 1882 when 10,000 workers assembled in New York City for a parade. Twelve years later, Congress made the first Monday in September a federal holiday. It's a lib union holiday. Bunch of cucks trying to ruin everything with their unionizations. And Labor Day, there'll be some grilling. Socialists. That means glizzy fest. Yeah, all right. Glizzy fest. You are itching to yeah. start that. It's the only day Brady can say he works real hard. <laughs> Americans consume 818 hot dogs, glizzies, every second. From Memorial Day to Labor Day. It's a lot of hot dogs. 
so this kind of wraps up the summer of the glizzy, more or less, I guess. I don't know. You're calling it that. Memorial Day. To- you can eat a hot dog after Memorial Day. Or summer or of glizzy. Labor. I know. Really? Is that a thing? That's what, to him, it is. He learned a new word. It is now, it. Brett. Jesus. It's a cute food term. It's his, it's his Furby. <laughs> I bet you he slept with hot dogs he hasn't eaten yet. <laughs> I'm going to sleep with the pack. Per the use, give me that 12-pack. I'm just going to cuddle up with it on the couch, and then we're going to devour it. And now it's time for some science moves. Is it? Time for there. Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science moves. A genetic study found that humans almost went extinct 900,000 years ago. Damn it. The estimate is there were only 1,280 of us left at one point. Nice. We rallied. What they found was... China. Something, uh, basically a, a climate event happened. They're driving SUVs. The flood. <laughs> oh, God did it? Well, it, nuh-uh. It wiped out majority of the population and left uh, 1,280 breeding individuals. So you're saying the Bible lied? <laughs> no, it, that's where the story maybe came from, too. You're saying the Bible lied. Because if they left 1280, God didn't talk about the other uh, 1270. Noah had a big family. <laughs> he didn't save all them. We'd have heard about it. Yeah, they, they don't talk about the other ones that might have survived, too. No, well, they, they got don't. through the cracks. He was the only one. That's the story. But it is interesting that it was a climate event, extreme yeah. event. Well, maybe they invented SUVs back then and were tooling around and screwed up the whole world and then said, we'll never do this again. And they drove them all into the bottom of the ocean and just went back to walking. And we never learned our lesson. Or it just happens a lot. I watched a scientist on TV talk about climate change, and he's like, yeah, humans are dirty, which is what I kind of think. Humans are dirty. We're not helping. But uh, the climate change thing happens based on where we are in space. Because you forget our galaxy's spinning around something, too, and it, it orbits another thing. Everything's on its own path. It's not just free willy floating around. And he's like, so sometimes we get into, like, the fall of our galaxy, and then we move into another section of it, and it's hundreds of thousands of millions of years before we move into the next thing. We might have just slipped into the next thing, where it's a little different, and then in 100,000 years, we'll all be used to 200-degree temperatures or ice or whatever it is. In Space News, Japan's version of NASA made a line of skincare products specifically for astronauts. Your skin tends to get pretty itchy and dry up there. Need a moisturizer. Sexy grandma news. Love this. No one they ever. found a study. Seniors who frequently get it on tend to stay sharper mentally. Even people in their 90s. Yeah. I look at my other health news story. I think it should, I think sex should stop about 48. Oh, yeah, roll me over. Oh, that's the stuff. We haven't even started yet. But the feelings I'm feeling, they're so real. Hello, my baby. Hello, my daughter. Give me one of them sexy songs. Ugh. You think your grandma? No. You do it. Think of grandma right now and then think of her laying down in bed and her knees just opening. <laughs> oh, I just did it. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a horrible thought. What was Bill Skaggs thinking? You're a sick man. What was Alvar thinking? Oh, Babu. Think of Babu right now. 
Go get a little piece of this there, purple chick. And purple chick's got half a wood. And he just sees that thing. And she presents. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they all did it, though. They're human beings. And guess what? I'm talking to a lot of folks who are grandparents going, stop talking about that. You got grandkids that are thinking of you the same way. Another study found that laughter can heal a broken heart. Laughing every day promotes the flow of oxygen and expands heart tissue for people with heart disease. So more proof laughter really is the best medicine. That's And Google is just, uh, they got a new AI feature called Duet AI that can, uh, you can go to work. <laughs> well, it actually can, the AI can attend meetings for you. Oh, that's this is what we need to use here it for right here. Meeting. Laziness. Not only does that, it takes notes. Oh. So even if you're late to the meeting. Better notes than I'd ever take. It backs up what you've missed. But that. don't get too excited because they say uh, it can't trick your boss into thinking you're there. Oh, if, if They still know you're not, but the AI can cover for you. But if attendance is mandatory, yeah. you're screwed. There's a feature called Attend for Me. It joins the meeting on your behalf. That's pretty sweet. So it can basically TiVo for better your whole meeting and then you can get back to it later. So what what would the boss care if you weren't there for? Some won't. Yeah, some will think like, look, just here you go. And then you watch the presentation later. We'll know whether or not you got the info. Yeah, because if a job's not getting done. They'll know. You weren't at the meeting and your AI, well, you didn't get it. Yeah, you got to. You're fired. Sure, Larry would Exercise love that. Oh, my God. As many as he's in. Larry sits Man. in a billion meetings. He has meetings about meetings. Yeah. he actually That's actually true. He's had meetings where I've had him. i got another meeting about the next thing we're going to talk about. Miserable. A teen was taken into custody in Ann Arbor Saturday. After he uh, was being kicked out of a nightclub. The kid, uh, Gino Hearn, he's 19 years old from Detroit, reportedly punched one of the uh, employees in the face. And then the bouncer, he uh, grabbed his testicles and then clamped down with his mouth. His own mouth. testicles? He grabbed Whoa. the, bar te- the uh, bouncer's <laughs> testicles okay, and impressive. then chomped on the testicles. <laughs> what? Say it again. He bit the dude in the nuts. He grabbed him and then grabbed him and got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pulled him in. Knocked him down. Grabbing part, really not even part of the story is... Cut right to the chase there. He guy bit him in the balls. Bouncer was taken to the hospital for treatment. He was the one who told the police the suspect grabbed his testicles and then bit them. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Miami of Ohio, Miami, Red Florida uh, yeah. Confusion Bowl is now brought to you by the Brady Report. I didn't know that you had sponsored <laughs> it, but congratulations. It's the Brady Report Confusion Bowl. Also what Brady calls when he sees a bowl full of salad. <laughs> That's confusing. <laughs> Who would do that to that bull? In Milford, Connecticut, two people are facing charges after police said they ran a large-scale illegal gambling ring centered around backyard volleyball matches. What? Oh, you think? Okay. The other thing is the one guy, Luis La Jolla Canguata, his wife also set up a a bar and was selling <laughs> selling liquor in their backyard. Pretty cool setup of the volleyball court. They're talking around um, 
a million dollars over the time that they're uh, as far as the uh, betting. Black the amount market of money. volleyball. They would throw out. Uh, you know, you win the volleyball matches. Who's playing? Evidently, a lot of people were playing in, in this league, and they're doing selling eight balls at that yeah, bar. I, I mean, say, that's a coke ring. This volleyball is the front. Yeah, police seized about ten thousand in cash during the arrests. Neighbors who say they were uh, dealing with the lights and noise and cars. This place was popping. So they probably didn't think they were doing anything wrong. Just gambling on volleyball games they were holding in their house. I could see, you know, um, I don't know, you know, if you're selling liquor. I guess if you're making like having a guest, hey, you know what, this is not free. I need you to chip in for the bar. It seems like there should just be a fine. That doesn't seem so bad. If people want to come by... They just need a liquor license. There's more. Yeah, to this that's story. what it There's was. There's something going on yeah. here. Brady didn't do any research. This is a cover. The full ring. concession like, stand was selling alcohol illegally without permits. Right. I mean, this doesn't look that like that big of a no. You know, that ain't pulling in millions. Not that kind of that cash. Single volleyball court. They're laundering money. Hundred percent. Brett knows. He Brett, does he's know. done it. He's been part of these backyard volleyball rings. I had nothing to do with that one. <laughs> I'm not saying. But by the way. Come to Brett Vesley's gigantic Sand Beach Volleyball Super Tour tonight <laughs> over on Los Alamos and uh, Cheetah Way. It's in Massachusetts. That's the Irish. That's not the Italian. Yeah. No. Uh, That's mm. why I got busted. They're there. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Irish are stupid. I, said. I didn't say that. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, he kind of did. All right, go. Sorry. This 37-year-old Virginia mother was charged with indecency this week. After police caught her naked with a missing 15-year-old boy, whose twin brother uh, she is also accused of abusing, Ashley Watts is her name, initially was nabbed when the cops came to the her house and knocked on the door. She says, hang on, I got to put my bra on and let the dogs out. She was naked. They go into the house, discover a kid hiding in the bedroom. Oh, no. He had kind of run away from home, not too far, because they lived on the was she same hot? block. They were family friends. with the. Um, well, was the kid, like, hiding because he didn't want to get taken out of the situation? Yeah, he didn't want to get caught. He, well, he, he liked it, is what I'm saying. He wasn't he, missing. I think he was enjoying it, and if his he, brother would go over there and get smashed, because she also uh, provided weed and alcohol for the boys. 15-year-old boys But her, her husband didn't appreciate it too much, either, and Okay, she's hot. So if you're 15, yeah. she's good enough to like make you 15 and go. Yeah, well, that's the best picture. There's. I mean, that's her waking up at yeah. Christmas. This her, is Christmas her morning. Her mugshot isn't yeah. the best. But, you're upset but by it because there's a kid and a and a husband and stuff. But let's be honest. Well, no, I feel bad for the husband. That's oh, sure. It's kind of humiliating. Oh, it's completely humiliating. But I'm thinking of the 15 year old kid hiding in the bedroom, going screaming, "Don't take me back home!" And, and they're calling brother. him hostage. And yeah. he's like, "Nuh-uh. Yeah, that's this not is bad. this is a better life." <laughs> I'm getting smokes and uh, laid constantly by somebody who knows what they're doing. And their family friends that they were hanging out with all sure. the time. Oh, That's how that works. That's yeah. what grooming is. You, you make yourself trustworthy to everyone and they trust you with your kids. That's when the fingering starts. Usually. Now, in this particular case, it's the jackhammering. She's uh, facing up to 30 years in prison if convicted. Mm. And he'll wait for her. He'll be 45 when she gets out. She's the love of his life. I guarantee you that kid's not that. Her husband filed protection orders against her. (laughs) The order of protection against the 15-year-old? Against the 
woman because oh, yeah. documents fired, filed um, by her spouse described large amounts of cash, marijuana, and prepaid cell phones oh, that were uh, reportedly found after her arrest. She had burner phones for the kids. Yeah. Truly a pervert and should be in jail. But from the 15-year-old boy's mind, which I can still tap into every once in a while, he enjoyed every second. The fact that he ran away from home and said, you can stay here. Dude, he moved in with her. This, This isn't an abduction. She probably couldn't shake him. He got in that life. He's like, I'll be real good. He's probably, everything his parents wanted. He's cleaning up the dog poop. His, his room's immaculate. We're just taking care of this kid from down the road. He's had it tough down there. Yeah, it's real tough down there. Uh, my parents don't ever have any hot women come over and, f- and give me weed. It stinks <laughs> at that house. They abuse me. Not like here where I'm treated like a king. 15-year-old boy who has that life. I had to run away too, and I was pretty happy. <laughs> Dan, Dan and Marcy compared to the lady down the road wants to have sex with me every day and smoke out. I'm going down there. I got a couple quick radio videos. Um, this uh, first one. Maybe you don't. Oh, doggy style. It's. Oh, I'm, I already know your doggy style. This is amazing. Stupid. The way these Brady. dogs can. It's not amazing. I think it is. The car's moving. <laughs> They're on the roof of the car, going at it. <laughs> By the way, Scott Haynes just said something great. He said, if Brett does start a volleyball league, can we call it the spicy volleyball? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what it's called. All right. This better be. Quick one, dogs. Are we we doing that one? Yeah. He wants to. Yeah, you already brought it up. He seems excited about it. Excited? That was impressive. The dogs were. There's a dog on top of him. Yeah. Car's moving. Big dog. Real? They sped up the camera. I also think this... Oh, they're having sex on top of the truck. Yeah. What a yeah. Driver should you, be arrested. Thank you, Brett. Brady, you should be arrested for That's, showing us that. It's nature, Brett. It's terrible. I don't even think that was real. I, I don't either. Photoshop. I saw the, the camera speed it's wasn't It's real. Right. Brady, we've seen you be duped before. <laughs> I think we just saw it again. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, we'll go from duped to pooped. Uh, oh, lady no. duking in an elevator. I, I need three Brett, days off. Can Brett. I take a three-day weekend for this? Uh, I can't. He, you know he's prepping for his weekend with Kirby. Those jokes fly at home. Crazy. I'm going to go do mornings at KSLX yeah, for next hour too. or two. There's nothing going at on. At least it's fun and racing. Can we take Tuesday <laughs> off, too? Yeah, we're going to take some. <laughs> we're going to need it. He's so excited about his glizzies and his dad joke weekend in Gilbert. All right. Duke to poop. Lady at a convenient or an elevator. In the elevator. Climbing in the elevator and she looks back. She's got the mask on. It's in it's a glass Asia. elevator. And she squats down and uh, as the elevator drops floor by floor, she drops a tiny little Chinese deuce right there in the middle of the elevator floor. That's it. Huh? Why do we watch this? Yeah, I don't know. Because it smells. What? Uh, what? You even shook your own head after that. You were ashamed of your... Take a goddamn lap. What the hell is what wrong What is wrong? You? He's prepping for the oh weekend of clean comedy. Oh. He can't do his blue stuff around the house. Jeez. That's only with you guys. I'm surprised he doesn't have a squirting flower on every once in a while. It's like, oh, jeez, did I forget to take this off? This is gangbusters. I'll have, that, t- I'll have that tonight at the show. Waka waka. Yeah. Waka waka waka. Shake my hand. <laughs> oh, no. He's had a weekend with the kid. All right. Brett, adult it up a little bit. Kill someone. Uh, my, well, I mean, my, my content creator's been on vacation, yeah. so I'm a little... But uh, Rico's helping me out here. 
There's uh, some motorcycles in one of those round cages, like in circus. Oh, no. They're going to those circles in that giant round steel cage. Oh, God, they're going to hit each other. Oh, yeah. They got some. Oh, they're so very close. Oh, he just. Oh, he crashed into flames. Why did he do that? The other guy can't get out of the circle. That's part of the show. He can't stop. He's in the centrifuge. He's in a. Oh, my God. And he won't stop. When yeah, does it end? He can't well, stop because yeah. he'll blow up. He'll too. go down to the bottom yeah. into the fire. Oh my lord! Now that's a video. What, what happened at the end? Hey, Brad, Brad you remember a second ago? I have a long version of it. I really want to see it. That's the deal. Did the guy get out the second? There's guy? a two minute version of it, but He's I just used the short edit, it. and that was what happened in Maui. <laughs> and how it uh, all started. This one comes up as. Wow. Uh, I'll just let the video speak that for itself. That was intense. Oh, we got something going on here with the people in some sort of... Oh, they're all standing on a table with a bull, bull on a and one dude's on fire, and, and the one who lights on fire is getting killed by the bull. The I got it, Brady. Quiet down. <laughs> My God. Lost his pants. He, why is there? Why is the bull's head on fire? Is that part of the game, or was this an accident? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bull just flipped him full somersault. My goodness. Oh, Lord. I thought it was maybe the dude that was on fire. So did I. And then he went out, and the bull started on fire. What game is this, and where, I don't know. where in Mexico I are I can't tell. Is this guy... Dead after that or There's, what? Because okay. they just drag him off. They light the bull on fire, and then he attacks one dude with the fire horns and lights him on fire. Now they're both on fire, and uh, and now the dude's out, but the bull is not done with him because his head's flaming. He's trying to put the fire out on the dude, and then he flips him around, and then he's not on fire anymore. And now it's just a matter of stabbing the bull. <laughs> Mexico. And La Coya. <laughs> Wherever they are, it's terrible. That's oh, a- my God. Oh, my sweet Jesus. I mean, it was no dogs uh, doing no. a doggy style on top of an El Camino. I'm very disappointed but, you know, in you this morning. Sorry. You should have been on a lap. bored with the... <laughs> yeah, I know. You were in the wrong room. Are your kids ready for some wacky vids? <laughs> oh, no. I want Brett to come into the elementary school going, yeah, that last guy's kind of a pansy. He's a bull on fire killing a guy. <laughs> bull on fire killing a man. Asian poops in elevator, bull on fire kills men. Which one are you clicking on? <laughs> Asian on fire pooping in an elevator. Now nah, you got something. There was no death or peril involved. We've raised the bar. And I still don't think the dog's having sex on top of that F-150 is real. I just don't. I don't even know that that's possible. It's real to me. I know. You live that life. Uh, Miss Pat's going to join us in a little bit. Brett's very excited. She's, She's hilarious. He, he wasn't uh, in the room last time. You were in the car. Yeah, I, well, I had yeah, I did water drive last yeah. time. And uh, Miss Pat was here last year. She was so great. So Miss Pat's going to join us in just a little bit. Where's she at? Improv? Stand up. Uh, oh, she's stand downtown. Up stand up live. Yeah. And Brett will be there, too. You're going Saturday. I'm going right? there. Oh, for I'm sure. Not yeah. miss that. He loves Miss Pat. Miss Pat's going to join us in just a little while. Uh, and we are done with the Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 Perfect lead-in for our guest, Miss Pat, today. Miss Pat is at Stand Up Live all weekend long, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Labor Day is going to be great, and Sunday's great because Monday everybody's got off. 
So you yeah. can get plastered at the Miss Pat show and have a real good time. Yeah, you can get plastered. That ain't drunks, right? <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> Just exactly make sure right. you leave the comedy club. I don't want them to wake up Monday with you there. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's not your problem anymore. You'll be out of town by then. I'm going to be on the plane back That's on right. the way to Atlanta. Uh, Miss Pat, is uh, you were, without even knowing it, probably one of the highlights of last year. We had so much fun with you last year. When you came in here, and it was just a blast, and Brett fell in love with you oh, uh, yeah. driving back. He was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever had in my life. Must <laughs> ran the truck coming back. Brilliant. And then I got people emailing me last night, yesterday, when I said you were coming on, as like, reminder of nut dust. And I'm like, remind me of nut dust, and you just did. Remind people what nut dust was. Nut dust is, I used, I, my father's passed away now, but when he was alive, um, he used to go to the bathroom, and his balls would hit the top of the toilet. <laughs> and if he didn't oil them good enough, the skin would stick to the toilet. I'm like, Daddy... <laughs> You gotta get this nut dust off the toilet. <laughs> Nobody wants to sit on your nut dust. So I would always keep him Vaseline so his his oh. balls would stay greasy instead of sticking oh. to the toilet. And when you moisturize them, but when you looked in the jar of Vaseline, did it look like somebody was taking oh, it was, a full Q to yeah, it? it was, <laughs> but it was his Vaseline. It was not for nobody's family size jugs. So you could just dip them in. Yeah, it was like somebody's like been rubbing Vaseline on a donkey. There's but, little gray pubes. But, but and, why are you laughing? Are uh, you guys when you get to that age now? I've never seen white nut dust. Yeah. I've never seen them off a white ball. Come here, I'll show you. Oh, no. You're going to see it. I'll, I'll dust them off on you. But I like know black nut dust is like dandruff out your hair. And yeah. it's, my daddy used to have like really, it was like it's a snake. It's nuts. Uh-huh. Ashy nuts. His nuts was ashy, but it was peeling. <laughs> and I don't know why they was peeling. And when I took him to the dog, they said, well, he's just old. So I guess he was just turning over a new sets of nuts. Uh, is there labia dust? Do we know about this? Do women get it? Do you, no, I don't do you get start no drying up? Dust. Not yet. You're not there yet. No, you can go to hell. <laughs> Wait a minute. We can't talk about my yeah. nuts crusting away. The fact that we know that you're going to dry up, too. Oh, I ain't going to never dry up. <laughs> I, I, I might quit first, but I ain't going to dry up because, hey. One of you, these days, you're going to get off the toilet and look down like a snow no, globe. I'm over 50. We, so I always I. leak. We, I leak from the front and the back like a 64 Chevy. The other way. So, <laughs> so I'm wet on both ends, sir. All right. Try me if you like me, okay? Well, I'm just saying, I assume one of these days you're going to be like no one of these days my lip might fall in the toilet but it's not going to be dry <laughs> that one's a tough that's a tough day I'm going to put I'm going to put pick it up and put it yeah. back like a clothespin like hanging clothes outside <laughs> it'll be right back on See, this that's is why, why they have that labiaplasty that's right they what labiaplasty you don't know about that Oh, I'm not going to get... Let me tell you something. Sir, I've been sexual active since elementary school. I don't need nobody to put it back together. I'm done with it. You said elementary school? Yeah, I got started early so I can get finished early. Oh, that's I'm in right. retirement. Didn't you have... Uh, like a, you had a 14. kid? 14. Yeah, that's right. Was, I could have yeah. 14. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so yeah. my kids are my age. Yeah, and it was all voluntary. We're not admitting... We're not. Somebody no, shouldn't no, be in jail, right? Yeah, he should okay. be in jail, but it was voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> He should definitely be in okay. jail. Yeah, okay. He was, was married with a wife. Oh, wow. oh, oh right. man, I forgot that. But he was a good teacher. And was he so old that there was a little dandruff evidence? No, he, the, okay, he was in his twenties. I okay. was in my teens. I was I was twelve. He was twenty two. How'd you what? meet him again? You uh, told me this, but I I was walking it. down the street and I met him. And he used to take me to the skate rink all the time. He was really a good skater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a lot, of, probably a lot of years under his belt. He could skate. Yeah, you were brand new to it. Yeah, and he, you were twelve and probably developed. I'm not saying that I was that very I'm, yeah, developed. I was guessing yeah, from what I, I'm seeing. What you're looking at now, yeah. I had in the sixth grade. Shut up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd have taken your skin, I always too. tell people I was layable. <laughs> <laughs> I had oh the same goodness. set of boobs, rack of boobs in the sixth grade. That just showed up overnight? 
I think they did. Yeah, you don't remember not having Well, I tell you, when I was a little girl, my next door neighbor, so back in the hood, they used to say, I don't know, before we even knew what plastic surgery was, they said, if you put the government butter on your chest, it <laughs> give you, I'm not lying. And me and my sister would rub it on our chest all the time. And my mama walked in and caught us in it, and boy, she got that stitch of car, and she hit us with it, and they stuck in that government butter, and she beat me. She said, scrape all my butter off, you half us. But she said the other word, rat damn now. So we in there with a spoon, with my mama threatening us with a stitch of car, scraping the butter off our chest and butt. But look at me, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they said that government cheese made uh, made you grow pubic hair faster. I don't and know. There were like four year old girls in California that were growing pubes and they couldn't figure it out. And they were government cheese. Was it there. probably was government cheese. When I came along, we we was getting food stamps, so food stamps was uh, kind of taking them out of the government cheese and government yeah. butter. Yeah. But we rubbed that butter on our chest. And look at and, the results. Yeah, look at the results. <laughs> Those are free. Man. Those are sponsored by the government. Uh, yeah, you can't be mad. You can't be mad at the government. Ever. <laughs> that is it. They are approved. You can get stamped with. What is the size of those? 48, I think. H? <laughs> yeah. That's a thing? Oh, if we go that's, all the way down the alphabet, baby. That's for, uh, that's for healthy. <laughs> I never, you've never seen white nut dust. I've never seen H. <laughs> well, you're looking at some colored H's right now. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to call them that. <laughs> you can't call it that. I can call it that. Don't you dare say colored H's. But what would you do if I'd said, I like your colored H's? <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and I think you'd be right. Uh, Miss Patchett, Stand Up Live uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. What else are your show is going great third season yeah uh, uh third fourth season, fourth season. once we okay. come out of this writer's strike yeah, oh, that's i just right. uh finished or you're not allowed to promote are you no but, okay uh, never mind i'll you do you know miss pat yeah you shows do on, it it shows on bet and you can get <laughs> plus, a streaming bet plus so you gotta pay extra yeah, you got to put but it's worth it's it. It's worth it. And everything it. plus means extra, but that was where they put the good stuff. Yeah, and I just shot my second show, so uh, it's coming out soon on BET. Okay, awesome. I'm doing something different, but it is hilarious. Yeah, what I like about your show is that you do it like we do it. Like, I have a button here, and we just, we, like, oh, it's just for me, though. The boys can't keep up. But when I want to cuss, I just hit the button. And I like it. You write the, the script is just like, eh, we say all this stuff, but they'll just beep it out later. And well, it's that's real. TV. It makes it real, right? Well, for TV, on TV, right. but on the plus, I'm saying what I want to say. Oh, it's on the plus. Ain't no, yeah, it's, it comes on now. Right now, it's on BET. The sitcom, the sitcom, oh. go, it go from the plus to BET. I didn't know that. Now, if you get it on the plus, you get everything. Oh, you so get I, the curse. What am I doing? I'm going to pay the extra for that. Then. Yeah, you got to pay the extra. It's much better. They cut out the whole monologue thing. Oh, they cut out a lot of stuff. Okay, I didn't know that part. No, don't go. Don't you know? Watch it both places, but you get more of it. I only need on to see the, it once. Yeah. Well, what you mean? <laughs> Did you see watch in both places? I'm not yeah, going to watch I mean, each just, episode just both let it ways. Run so yeah. I can make some money. Jesus. Well, I'm looking Damn to help. Price. Come on. I'm looking to help. Is there nudity on the plus? Well, no. Let's step it up, Miss Pat. What well, are we would doing? The, would you want me to get naked? Yeah, right now. If I did, you couldn't see anything. <laughs> Why that? Because I got a helicopter on mine. <laughs> I'm plus size. What you going to see? <laughs> going to see this jungle hair I don't be shaving. <laughs> Well, now I want to see it more. <laughs> you you want to suck on the afro? <laughs> I never had a white boy suck on my afro. Well, my downstairs afro. <laughs> You've had a white boy suck on your upstairs afro. Uh, no. That, okay, so no afro no. sucking at all. No, right, okay. you can't touch a black woman hair, but you can suck on my downstairs afro. <laughs> all right. Well, what's the date? Well, what are you doing for lunch? Never mind. <laughs> I might like it. Yeah. <laughs> Was that because of opportunity or because you're just not into the white guys? 
I mean, well, I'm married. I know, so but before, well, that's right. And you got married. Well, really ma- white people didn't come to my neighborhood. Yeah. So, Mr. Came. President Trump did. He's talking about it. You said he was oh, in your he, neighborhood. Well, he just, no, he just shouted out. You don't remember uh, me, Miss Pat? I was in your neighborhood. <laughs> Everything was marvelous. You, you loved it. You had a great time. I was down oh sucking God, on the afro. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh. afro in my teeth yeah. right now. He can suck my afro. <laughs> <laughs> He reached. <laughs> yeah, Trump was just talking about your neighborhood on TV. No, so. he came through on the way to, to be booked in jail. He passed through uh, Washington Park and Vine City. That's where I grew up at. Yeah. So he did his whole thing on his website. If you go to his website, he's like, thank you, Bankhead, uh, <laughs> Vine City. We're like, what the hell are you talking about? And so, we, you know, I do a morning show in Atlanta on V103. Yeah. And we was on there talking with the mayor. And he was like, well, it's funny. He shot it, the, the hood out because that's the street you take to go to jail. Yeah. And that's what he was on his way to. <laughs> it was a little parade. Yeah, a little a parade. parade. Oh, that's awesome. Doing the shout-outs as he's going through the hoods. Yeah. I know, and I was like, uh, Trump, you don't know anything about... Well, it's okay now because it's being gentrified anyway. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, Trump, you, did you stop and pick up a hooker? You <laughs> <laughs> probably did, and that's all right. On your way. I paid it well. And everybody in, in Atlanta was like, oh, my God, Trump just shot it at Vine City. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he, you notice he didn't get out of the car. He just oh, like, waved boy. and talked about it. But that's he's hilarious. funny. My husband just told me, Trump, told oh, body, he stays sleep all the time. He's mad because I look better than him in a bikini. I'm like, uh, I don't think neither one of you. Yeah. Are, Who wants you to see look that? Good in a bikini. Yeah. That's a low bar to set. Who looks better in a bikini? Who's smaller in the bikini? Oh, who do you think? Of course, Biden. <laughs> you think he's got a smaller one? I think Trump might have a smaller one. I'm not talking about wieners. I'm oh. talking about size. You know, yeah. Trump checked in jail at 218. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ain't no damn way. Yeah, no, it's, it <laughs> if ain't he on our yeah. If he's 218, I'm Beyonce size. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm thrilled Beyonce because I just saw her in concert. Yeah. So yeah. ain't no way good. to hell. You're not going to be able to make it to Metallica this week. You into the heavy stuff? You ever like rock? Uh, no, sir. They're here the same weekend as you. Oh, is that where everybody is? That's a big show. I'll be, you're you're full up. You're going to be all right. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I know who Metallica are, but yeah. I can't go and shake my head and rock like that. Why not? Man. Never tried I, it. I got vertigo. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't, yeah, don't want to do go to Metallica. I saw Lauren Hill, and she turned on all of those lights, and I had to leave because I was about to have a seizure. No oh, kidding. Yeah, I can't do all of that. It's too much noise for me. And Beyonce wasn't that way? Beyonce was beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It was yeah. beautiful. It's just an event. It was, it was an event. Where did you see her? In Atlanta. Saw her in Atlanta. Would they have it at the football stadium? They had it at the, uh, what is it? Mercedes Benz. Yeah, but you know one thing about Atlanta that I love? That's my city. Falcon, I'm, I, I love my city. But the gay men in Atlanta shut the real women down at night. They came out. They was way more prettier than we was. <laughs> yeah, we I was got, like, you're starting to lose. <laughs> well, I'm old, so I don't have to comp- compete anymore. But the gay men was bedazzled yeah. down. They chest, they claps was out. They was drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. I caught myself staring like, dang. Yeah, you know, how do you what? think I feel? I catch myself doing it every once in a while. Like, that, that gay dude man? Is hot. <laughs> dude, look at him. He's everything I want to be. Like, he's they got was the perfect all, beard. And, it yeah. was so much cocoa butter in the building that Beyonce concert. <laughs> it was beautiful. You could smell it in the air. Tropical. <laughs> like parrots flying by going, I think I'm home. It's uh, yeah, Plenty of cocoa, cocoa butter. Cocoa butter, yeah. That's yes. hilarious. Uh, that's yeah. what we grease black people with. <laughs> <laughs> he points the bread to say. I want to make sure you get it. They got you over in the corner like you in time out. Yeah, you think an Italian guy doesn't know the smell of cocoa butter is like, he knows he's... use cocoa butter. I know, but he's gonna. that means that his people have just gone into an area they're not supposed to be. Oh, okay. What y'all use? You've seen Bronx Tale, right? Olive oil. Olive oil. Olive oil, that's what you cook with. 
what the hell? It comes out of our pores. Yeah. They don't. They naturally lubricate with uh, EVO. So y'all just rock, walk around smelling like a burrito? Yeah. <laughs> well. They put olive oil on their skin? You mean olive oil that you cook with? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, ain't no way yeah. yeah. I'm never dating a Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> we're two greasy-ass people together. <laughs> I can't do that. What do you use? Do you use cocoa I butter? I use cocoa butter. No you kidding? Know, white people use, what's that? It, they start with the E. That, that thick-ass lotion. Eucerin. Eucerin? Yeah, that, that mess too thick. What's that? I, I thought that was yeah, medicine. White people lotion. I'm white. I don't, I'm not covered in eucerin. You ain't got enough money I use mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have money. You have white people have money. money. <laughs> but eucerin's expensive? Yes, yeah, I don't expensive. use any lotion. You should it's feel thick. me. I'm soft. Yeah, yeah, you saw from I'm what? Sorry, Olive oil, rubbing yeah, the yeah, position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Hispanic. So uh, <laughs> That's what it is. He's Italian. They're <laughs> different, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You really use olive oil? <laughs> it just pops yeah. out of him. He yeah, sweats it. Yeah. He I, smells great when he sweats. It's like a I bet he do. He yeah. make you hungry, don't he? <laughs> yeah. He <sweats laughs> some spaghetti and some, yeah, and some balls, meatballs. Uh, Miss Pat at uh, Stand Up Live. And what else has happened in your world? You're married. Uh, I'm married. Yeah. I just bought three. My husband's, my husband retired. He's getting on my damn nerve. He what did he do? Amazon. He think Amazon is just something you go on every day and order dumb stuff. <laughs> so we, he just bought three Kane Corso's dogs. Oh, oh yes. wow. Oh, they're, they're so big. on Amazon? No. <laughs> I was going to say, that is a dumb Amazon purchase. I'm not going to lie to you about that. <laughs> he just, he that bought my somebody's kitchen. And I'm... <laughs> And and the guy bred, bred them all wrong or whatever you call them, and they all special. Something oh, wrong with every one of them. They got Down one, syndrome. No, probably. But one of them <laughs> won't stop sucking on itself. So I, <laughs> Your husband like, or the dog? What are we talking about? <laughs> the dog. Okay, just make sure. Not I'm following along. And I'm like, you got to get this dog to the doctor. He got to stop sucking his own self. And so it's two boys <laughs> and a girl. And so the girl is their sister, so they always try to mess with her. So I have to put her on my underwear to keep them, keep them, keep oh, them yeah. out. Oh man! I'm like, we can't do incest. This is your sister, <laughs> but they don't care. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. So, these, but I got, they're big dogs. They are. Some... They're about a hundred and they. I think one of them about one fifty now. Oh my god! They're, they're big, but yeah. they're, they're some wimps. Spay and neutering. Yeah. They're wimpy. Do that no, or they're, no. I think we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they. That'll they, cut down. Oh, that. their balls are huge and flopping all over the house. And and, and they're always out. And the kid's like, what's that? I'm yeah. like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lipstick, son. Yeah. Just don't grab it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, stay away from those. Yeah. yeah those that's not horrible. a popsicle. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Do you follow, uh, do you follow sports? Are you, you're a Falcons fan? I'm a diehard Falcons yeah, They're going to be we, terrible. What? <laughs> oh, sir. It's going to be a tough year. It ain't going to be. I almost slapped yeah. some hair on you. <laughs> don't talk about my fair. Okay. I'll let you talk about Harriet Tubman, yeah. but don't talk about my fair. <laughs> you can talk about the Afro down south and make fun of that all day. But if I make fun of the, the Falcons. Yeah. That's been no. Ritter, really? It's crossing the line. Mm. Don't do that. No, we happening. got rid of Matt Ryan, so we got some hope going. You didn't like Matt Ryan. Almost, went to, I, almost won a Super Bowl. Thing. I don't care. You just didn't like him. I, don't like too, I yeah. never liked Matt Ryan. So anybody but him. Anybody. You never liked him. Why? Um, I, I don't know. He just, he just rubbed you the wrong way. You never just, called him Matty Ice. Yeah. Ugh. No, I never. He, he was always cold to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, 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 then when he run, he looked like his feet was really heavy. I called him Bigfoot. <laughs> so I, I never really liked Matt Ryan. So you think they're going to be good? I, I'm, I'm always every yeah. year. I hope they're going to be you're, good. You've been wrong their entire existence. What? So <laughs> <laughs> just, somebody just was wrong about you there. <laughs> 
You ain't always. Yes. <laughs> you done disappointed on. a lot of people. Turned on. Like, we I sure did turn great. on you. No, we're not. Uh, are we you a Braves fan? You got the Braves. It's too hot out there. <laughs> you don't like watching that. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, I can watch it from home, but I don't know who that. Have you ever been to a baseball game? Oh yeah. That's when I learned that black people tan. It is hot as hell out there. I don't see how nobody sat out there. It's hot. Yeah. Well, you know, it is. You got to pick your right moment. Go at night. Game here. Who y'all really football team here? I'm a Cardinals. the Cardinals. I don't. We don't like them. Oh, I yeah. bet you don't. What I'm they a do? Steelers fan. Oh, you are. Well, y'all ain't gonna never win. Look, look, see how many fingers I'm holding. Up? Y'all, I, I hate people who always talk about what they did before. <laughs> yeah, because you know why your team's got one of these, so no. you can't talk about what you did. Well, we, excuse me, sir. <laughs> you won half that Super Bowl, <laughs> so have we have a half a Super Bowl ring. I don't care what you say. <laughs> right. We was winning the oh, first yeah. half, you so gotta, you're gonna give us half that Super Bowl. Super Bowl if engagement. That goes, ring. and I've got yeah, one okay. and a half. I like that. Yeah, yeah and he's a Bengals fan. Yeah, so, y'all yeah. got six rings. Six. Steelers have six. Oh. Eight appearances, six rings. Well, y'all was doing. Y'all got that because they had cocaine in the business. As soon as they took <laughs> cocaine and wife beaters out, y'all ain't won since. <laughs> y'all like the Cowboys. Yeah, once, yeah. The, once the cocaine came out the game, no oh, more wins. Yeah, it's been a while. Cocaine was better for the game. We had yeah. better football back then. I don't know, but I just yeah. know that's why y'all stopped winning. All right, well I'll go with that. I don't know why you never won, so uh, I can't even make a claim. Because it's soul food down <laughs> south. So mad at me. Immediately you turn angry. You just made fun. Of me, I fire back and there's fighting words. It's hard to run yeah. with collard greens in his pocket. <laughs> That's what Matt Ryan's problem is. Uh, you introduced him, you, you introduce him to sprouts. <laughs> Do he look like he eat a collard green? He was in Atlanta. They probably force oh, fed him. Please. Like spinach to Popeye. He was, he was eating anything but yeah. soul food. Skinny, frail. See, I, and that's a funny thing because I've like soul food was introduced to me and I can't do the greens. Why? I don't know. There's something I just, I didn't like. Is it the texture? Uh, no, it was like the, it was just a tangy kind of thing I didn't like. Well, you something probably ate somebody oh, green. It's tangy yeah. sound like they was dirty. Yeah. So you probably ate them from the wrong person. Okay. So you got to eat them from somebody's house that got roaches. They can cook. <laughs> <laughs> the roaches are there because the food's good. Yeah. yeah okay, so I have to be, I, it has to be filthy. No, you don't have to be filthy to have roaches. My mother-in-law house wasn't filthy. She had a thousand roaches. She just, they just kept having sex and remaking, so she couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> they survive everything. <laughs> the house was just too sexy to leave. It yeah, wasn't dirty. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll look for roach house. It's like house going to the Waffle House. The more teeth they missing, the better to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to a Wi-Fi where everybody got teeth like y'all. They can't cook. <laughs> Give me a math head waitress who's just standing there staring yeah. like uh, Mitch McConaughey. Forget she was taking your order. <laughs> when that food come off the grill, it's going to be delicious. Yeah, because right. okay, yeah, they want to make it to a chewable for them. So it's probably a little softer, yeah. a little more tender. Yeah, yeah. It might come out of the window a little slower. I've, Mitch! Yeah, Mitch! I've been so judgy of the uh, toothless waitress. I should change my view. Oh, the, the more hey, the more you can't see the tip of her teeth, the better the food is. <laughs> All right, I need to think about you that. You ain't going to eat bougie places. You ain't going to eat bougie places. Heat-having waiters. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of a standard you set. going somewhere. You ever been seen on Instagram when somebody walk in and they rob the whole playbook? Certain people just continue to eat because <laughs> right. they've been through that before. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I love those videos when somebody's just like chowing down. Dude's got a gun on yeah. someone else. He doesn't right, go, care. Go get him. I'm yeah. going to eat my food. I'm not I done that. yet. I paid. I prepaid for Oop, this. Looks this like there's a problem at that table. Miss uh, Pat, what, is, what about uh, your world? I mean, you've exploded in the last few years. It has been a nice run. It has. It's, it's been really cool. It's great. Um, and just, it's fun to see people who, like, deserve it win. Thank you. It is one of those moments where you're like, she's truly funny. Like, she means it. She's in this for the right reasons. It's not like... 
I'm, I'll never it's give authentic. you for the money. Yeah, it's and like I always you mean it. Told Hollywood, you could never give me as much money as I could steal from you. <laughs> I know some people that could change your that could change your life. Yeah. So <clears throat> I like being a stand up. Yeah. I mean, I'm a convicted felon. I've been through a lot in my life, yeah. and it's it's nothing. What was like, the thing you told us? But I, I, I traffic cocaine and oh, forced white right. people checks for a living. <laughs> that's right. Um, Just white people? Oh yeah, black people check numbers too low. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't even dabble with it. Uh, well, it's hard to write a check with Rikisha on it. They want to verify the <laughs> I can say that you can. <laughs> I can think it. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. You can say it and I can laugh because I'm like, she's saying what I'm thinking. <laughs> if I had a check with her keys written on it, I'd be like, uh-oh. Give me a, a Sarah Lee. Them checks are going to go through. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought if you're going to rob, you got to know that the Well, name, you got to have high check numbers back in the day. People yeah. don't write checks anymore. True. So, um, you know, by me being a convicted felon, I found I fell in love with a talent that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Which is... Which is being funny. I've yeah. always talked crap yeah. and, you know, said what I wanted to say, but never thought I would make money off of it. Right. So I'm like, I've been telling my business on the phone to my girlfriends for the last 30 years, and you going to yeah. pay me? Yeah. So It's basically the same thing. It's the same telling thing. Telling the same stories, just to different crowds. Different crowds. And, I mean, something always happened in my house. Yeah. You know, every every day something happens. It's just a matter of paying attention, isn't it? If you pay attention in my yeah. household, it's yeah. funny. Funny happens. Yeah. yeah. I went out to dinner with my son, and he... Uh, and, he ordered a steak before, so the lady said, how you want your steak? He said, um, he said, I want it raw whale. I said, what the hell is raw whale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I said, but thank and you for the well, yeah. <laughs> Raw on the outside? I don't know how he makes it. the roaches stop and look up and go, what's she cooking? <laughs> raw whale. So, ma'am, the waitress, I said, ma'am, don't worry about him. He's, he's Something wrong with him. He get a check. I said, he wanted well done. <laughs> <laughs> Did the waitress have teeth? Yeah, she had teeth. Bad steakhouse. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've learned. I'm trying she, to learn. She had a lazy ass. So it was good. <laughs> Something's wrong with her. That's when you're going to get a good steak. Something's yeah. wrong with her. <laughs> what did you uh, like? How long were you in uh, in locked up? I was uh, I was in jail for a year. A whole year. Where, right where Trump took that picture at. Oh, is that right? Same spot. Same spot. Did you have a good mugshot? Uh, I'm looking for my mugshot. I want to put it on. The, uh, yes, it's got to be. Young. An, it's got to be. A I cover. was smaller. I want. Don't nobody ever believed that I was. I'm, I wasn't always fat. So I'm looking for my mugshot to prove to people that I used to be skinny. <laughs> Do you remember if you smiled or? Uh, yeah. Did you mean mug? Look like the you know over. No. I probably, I probably did smile. I don't remember. Yeah. Were you upset going in, or was it like, ah, you got to stop? Oh, I was like, I had money, you know, drug yeah. dealing money. I had a good lawyer at the time, so I was like, I'm gonna get out. So yeah. I probably was smiling. Yeah, I was doing a year. That's I a long a stretch. <clears throat> well, I supposed to went down to prison, but my lawyer kept me in county, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So you prison get a would prison have changed everything. I don't know. Yeah. But county didn't. County mm-hmm. made, did you run the show? No, I fought all the time. Did I was you? Seventeen. I fought all. I was just telling somebody. I remember fighting this crackhead that was so long. <laughs> I asked Deb, "Can you please break up that fight? She's so strong." <laughs> was that right? She, I was just tired of hitting her. I was. And she would just bounce back up like, "Hit me some more." <laughs> <laughs> you got bored with hitting her. I was tired. Yeah, you got to wear out. Yeah, yeah. crackheads will wear you down. Wow, that's crazy. And then did you in jail go? Okay, that's. An, I'm not doing this again. Is that um, where you turned out like I got to do something else? Well, I just said, God, I just need a good black man with side teeth, and uh, <laughs> I need my kids need a daddy. And, and my husband popped up. Yeah, where did he come from? 
I don't know, but he popped up at the right time. No kidding. He's a good old church guy. He just got out of the military, and um, he didn't have no kids, so I didn't have no baby mama to beat up. So I said, <laughs> I don't usually do thick boys because my husband kind of fat. He really fat now, but he was kind of fat back then. What's my, really fat? Um, Rick Ross before the surgery. Oh, my God. He's yeah. a big boy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a big, big man. I'm a big old man. Yeah. So, um... I just said I wanted me a good black man, and I didn't care. Not Ralphie Maybig. Hell, I mean, okay, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's big. I never, I've seen Ralphie in person. I've never seen Rick Ross in person. Just yeah, pictures, well, so I'm not, real not, sure. not quite Ralphie May. Okay. Half a Ralphie May. But even if he was Ralphie May, you'd still love him. Well, now, because when I met him, he wasn't that big. Yeah, but you would have never loved him if he was that big. I don't think I would have dated him that big. Really? Yeah. No, Do you yeah. remember how he, how he first asked you out? He didn't. Well, we went to a comedy spot with Bruce Bruce, and oh. I just said, um, I said, hey, fat boy, you want to split some wings? <laughs> and so we split some wings, and it was on from there. He's been splitting ever since. Been splitting ever since. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's a lovely story. That's yeah. awesome. So I've been with him 31 years. No this kidding. Year. Can't leave him now. I got some money. He he yeah. take all my money. He take yeah, it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's cheaper to yeah. keep him, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to keep him. I'll be making him happy, too. he be just ordering Amazon crap. I'll be like, order up, honey. What did he do when he, before he retired? He was General Motors. He oh, he made, he made he uh, He did the Allison transmission for the military division. Oh. Oh, cool. Wow. So he did that for, uh, he was General Motors 21, 22 years. And he's done. Well, he had about a few years left, but I was like, I'm not staying in Indiana. Let's go. Pack your bags and let's go. No kidding. So we, moved to, we moved back to Atlanta. We're building a house. And nice. We, it's working. It's where we're from. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is where you like people to win. And I just, there are certain people you look at and go, how's that person doing it? And secretly you hate that they're succeeding. You're not one of those. Well, well, you're you're I, one of those people you look at and go, I'm just glad she's doing great. Well, I try not to be no butthole. I try to be, you know. <laughs> this is yeah. why I'm. I try to make sure, you know, I treat everybody right. You know, yeah, I don't let yeah. any of this stuff go. I'm just a normal person. Yeah. I speak. I, you know, if you catch me in the store and I don't have on no bra, I tell you I don't take no picture with you. I don't got on no bra. <laughs> if you do it from the neck up where they don't see my things in my laps, then I take, you know, because yeah, I mean, I got I got grown women chests. They hang. Yeah. Do you think sometimes you don't wear a bra to just to like? No, I don't wear a bra sir because it's very uncomfortable. You don't like bras? Very heavy. I was gonna so say. So it's easy if they just slide across my stomach. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sexy. My top stomach because I got a bottom one too. <laughs> Somewhere in me, I got a very small person. But right now, the uniform is he trapped in one of the stomachs? Yes, probably. Is. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Do you hear about the lady in the White Sox game that kept a gun in her fat rolls and shot herself accidental? Who? That was last Sunday at a White uh, Sox game. A big lady pulled up one of her rolls and keeps her gun in there and got into the game because nobody's searching that. The, the, I heard about that. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the metal detector went off, but they're like, I'm not reaching in there. She can go. So the gun actually went off and grazed the, the fat rolls on the way out. Didn't hurt anybody else, luckily, but yeah, her gun went off. What color was she? White? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. That has nothing to do with it. Yes, it will. Why? Because a, a black woman would have stuck it in the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that shit too close. I mean, that is too close to killing us. It's it's almost a- made it all the way. Yeah, it's, 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 it's almost killed some people, but still, yeah, she keeps it in her. What kind of yeah, 22? That wasn't the I think, what was it, Brett? You know, I, I think, think it was they a 22. Said yet. I think yeah. it, it was. It looked yeah, bigger than the bullet in the person's oh, hand. Oh, yeah, they the did show, have It a- did look bigger than. A twenty-two because they found the bullet. Well, what's she? Who's she going to shoot at a White Sox game? You know what? It had to be a white woman because the 
the Sox and the A's were playing, and then uh, the stadium was pretty full because Vanilla Ice was performing after. Oh, you can go Vanilla. to hell with that. We yeah. love Vanilla Ice. <laughs> what? Ice, ice, baby. No, don't <laughs> do it. We, what are you talking? No. You don't like Vanilla Ice? No. no. Uh, though, now I will say the, the Ice Ice Baby song is always catchy. I know every word. Well, you, but then you lose me with the you don't Ninja like Turtles. Well, and, uh, he went to he went to the I went 90s to the show, show yeah. and yeah. where they have a bunch of people coming out yeah. and they all do one or two songs. They had and he it was great. It was, it, but Ice was the headliner and there was uh, uh, one Tom of the Lowe, problems. Kid and MC, play, yeah, Tom Lowe, bass, MC, yeah. but yeah. they had some technicalities. Well, yeah. Didn't, Why uh, don't they? You Cinderella's know, turntables went and, out. Salt and Pepper had the uh, the turntables. Salt and Pepper was there too. Yeah, yeah they and get, Cinderella's yeah. ones and twos yeah. went out. Yeah. She broke her, and then they had to stop, and they just let somebody in the front row sing, and he started singing a Guns N' Roses song, and it got real weird. And then Tone Loke, just like every oh, lady in the house went up on the stage. Something. They all went up there. I used to love Tone Loke. I gotta give you this story. Okay. So back in the day, when Tone, Tone Loke, um, what was his song? Um, Wild thing. Wild thing. Okay. So. A week before, two weeks before the concert started, a week before, my kid's father shot me in the back of the head <laughs> and cracked my skull. So they had to shave all my hair off on one side of my head. My friend's like, give me your Tone Low tickets. And, you know, you've been shot in the head. I said, I'm going to see Tone Low. <laughs> so I get out of the hospital. I'm not lying. I have my friend finger wave around the bullet hole. And I put a towel in my neck to catch the dripping because it was like a clear <laughs> patch on it. And I went to that concert. Everybody was like, what the hell? This lady missing the whole side of hell. <laughs> You you went dressed as Kennedy. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> never insane. thought of that. <laughs> Ladies but, like John Kennedy oh, and Tone Loke. See Tone Loke. Yeah. I had a whole side of my head where my kid's father had shot yeah. me in the head. Oh my god! And it was just they shaved and my friend finger waved it so nice around the That's, bullet wound. But you still had that was, hole in your head. I went to that concert and baby, we danced a yeah. night away. I would have loved it if you just turned to the person next to you and just hey, uh, uh, let's do the uh, wild thing. <laughs> She's taking it seriously. Uh, Miss Pat, stand up live tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Love every time you're here. You can make more of a habit of it, please. Thank you. And uh, just keep kicking ass. That's the best thing you can I'm do. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. It. I love it. Uh, leave us with words of wisdom. Something to tell the crowd and the, everybody out there to fix the world. Oh, mind your damn business. There you go. That's <laughs> perfect. Damn it. That would fix everything. It mind would your fix damn true. business. Mind, fix your house and shut up about mine. I know. Mind your damn I business. I love it. Miss Pat, everybody. Uh, stand up live all weekend long. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. Metallica, I think we all know what's about to happen tonight. Metallica is here, and we are very happy that Trapped Under Ice very potentially will happen on to, you know tonight or Sunday over there at State Farm. And again, if you weren't listening earlier this morning, I had the absolute privilege of hanging out with Robert Trujillo. Interviewed him last night at the stadium, and uh, we'll get that up on our website. It's uh, strictly for online content. But it'll be our uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Our, our website will have it, 98kpd.com. And it's great. He was great. I hate myself in those things. I can't stand how I feel with those. But uh, I think it went pretty well. Hey, you be the judge. So you guys can listen to that and watch that. And also talk to Rob Dietrich, who was the uh, uh, brewer, blender, distiller of Blackened, all forms of it. And they're going to go out together and sign bottles of Blackened at uh, Paradise Liquors over there. I guess that's South Phoenix. It's on Southern. You can Google it. But they're going to be there from 2 to 3 today. When you first said that this yeah. morning, 
uh, Rob Dietrich, I'm thinking ridiculousness. No, <laughs> yeah, I thought the guy from MTV, Dietrich, yeah, yeah. yeah. but immediately that's yeah. what I thought. Like, yeah, he was. He awesome. distills that. Yep, yeah, he guys into everything. But yeah, it's uh, it was pretty awesome. Like it was a fun, it was a fun chat, and the dude's an open book, and so comfortable and easy to talk to. Like zero pretense or ego on Trujillo. It was just an awesome talk, and he's as cool as they get. So. He told the story about how uh, he looked out into the snake pit and saw uh, Danny Trejo standing next to Ron Perlman. And Ron Perlman had a shirt that said, I am James. And Danny had one that says, I am Robert. And they were the Robert and James impersonators in the crowd. And, and then you start looking like, oh, my God, that is, that's them. <laughs> it's the same people. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So tonight, the big show. And, uh, and again, you can watch uh, James's son and Robert's son. Play at uh, the Crescent Ballroom tomorrow night. Their bands are playing. Oh, I've, Otto and I can't remember Hetfield's kids' names, our kids' band. But they're playing. And here's a little side thing, and I did not get this for sure. Robert and Jay, uh, Kirk have been hanging out at clubs with bands playing where they know, and they're probably going to go pop in. Not even pop in, just watch, hang out in the crowd. If, if they pop in, that'll be extra. But he's like, yeah, we've been going. We We go over to the. It, and Hetfield, he said the band might head out. They got nothing to do Saturday. It's just pretty incredibly cool. So they're going to be around. Big rock fans. Rock fans. Anyway, uh, Metallica's tonight. We all know that. And there's Metallica trapped under ice. You can hear it all weekend long. Our big Metallica weekend uh, starting later today. It goes all the way through Labor Day. Uh, just getting you all pumped up for the big shows that are here this weekend. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, that's Jay. He's running the show, and he's going over to Three Dog Night tonight. I think he bought tickets for the wrong show, but he's going to go over to the West Side, fight the traffic, and watch Three Dog Night instead. Probably smart. Uh, but uh, Jay has told me several things about big crowds, things like that, uh, with the self-defense training that I'll be dealing with tonight that change your mentality on how you deal with big crowds. A little thing called blading that they teach you when you're there that gets you in and out of situations. When you start feeling a little bit trapped under ice and uh, slammed into these crowds and you know those moments in stadiums where it all just bottlenecks and you're stuck there's a way through that and it isn't rude and it isn't pushing and it isn't mean it's it's unbelievably effective and he'll teach you that it's called blading and it's an amazing amazing way to get yourself out of the center of a, a big people pile and try not to get yourselves in those anyway that's a dangerous situation uh, and it does. It, it uh, changes your mentality on what to avoid, what not to avoid. When you're going to events like this, these are the nights when something goofy happens and you have to be able to understand what you're walking into and what to avoid. And self-defense training that's worth its weight, like uh, Tactical Black, will teach you those moments. And they do it unbelievably well. It's so much fun, too. Blading's a blast. And you can do it with a couple of people. End up like elephants with your tails and trunks tied together. And you're, you're like the game centipede. You're just slinking through the crowd because this absolutely works. It's unbelievable. Uh, they teach you that and so much more while you're getting in great shape doing it. And you can do it uh, starting right now if you want to. ReactDefense.com. Head on down there and try out that first trial and then uh, knock yourself silly getting in good shape and being a better you. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, that's where they are. It's ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. The Washington Commander Skins are set to enter their first season under new ownership in nearly 30 years. Good. So the town's kind of excited. Then Joe Theismann went on Pat McAfee's show. And told him uh, it's going to take it'll take as long as two years, yep. but there will be a name change from Commanders again. Yep. To what? Back to the Redskins? They're going to fight this battle? Not sure, but they're, they're trying to do away with this. We got a new team. Oh, we got a new ownership. Everything. We're going to scratch it all and start 
fresh. The maroon goes away, which, by the way, I kind of like the commander's helmets. Yeah, that's not saying the colors go away necessarily. If you're going to change it, change it all. Interesting. Well, I look forward to seeing if he's right or wrong on that. Chloe Kardashian has a has legally changed the name of the 13-month-old son, Tristan Thompson, that she had with Tristan Thompson. Right. The, his name is now Tatum Thompson. Was his name Tristan Thompson? Before? Yeah. Right. No, his name was Baby Kardashian. Oh, in the first 13 months. months you yeah. Wow. I understand that. They that, used a year to finally come up with a name they both agreed on. That the, the baby she has with Tristan actually uh, left her for another baby for a little while. It was uh, pretty tough on her. <laughs> he left for another mother, and then she, he came back. She took him back. But They uh, also have a five-year-old daughter named True Thompson. Yeah. The daughter's been great. The little son, he drifts to other mothers. Movies out this weekend, The Equalizer 3, Denzel. Oh, yeah. First one's great. Didn't see the second one. Didn't want it's, to. I like Denzel. I like Denzel. It's not too, as but. good as the first one, but it's yeah. I don't want to. Are they just running out now? Huh? Just running out of ideas. It's now it's Mission Impossible. Yeah, collecting dough. This time he's uh, making his home in Southern Italy, so it's not in the. Isn't Queen Latifah the uh, the Equalizer now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Zombie Town is the other movie. It's an R.L. Stein book, the same name, but Dan Aykroyd's in, he, he's in it, and Chevy Chase. Really? That might be horrible. <laughs> like, wow. That's that should be called the horrors of comedic aging. The Rock and Oprah have created the People's Fund of Maui to provide financial relief directly to the victims of the wildfire. There's a group of people that think Oprah started it. There is a conspiracy theory saying that Oprah started that. You know why? Why? Because in California last year when those wildfires were going, she bought up all the burnt land. She did the same thing in Maui immediately. Started to purchase a bunch of land before, burned down a bunch of stuff around it, and bought that too. Wow. Yeah. So they're like, there's wow. Hawaiian people saying that she's been, she's been buying land to burn on purpose to make the land around it worthless, and then she buys that up. So they think that Oprah's been running around starting wildfires. I'm not, I'm not saying I believe this, but I read it and I started laughing because she's been there for both big fires and sucked up land nearby the fires that was now made much less uh, valuable. Maybe Furious Styles was right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The gentrification. The gentrification of her own neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing, but she, like that's a crazy theory, but there's that no denying that she's doing that. And all of her stuff, by the way. Completely untouched. Like her land that she bought around that area that all burned up, fine. And she's like, she's lucky. All right. She did much clear cutting, maybe. And I could see that she's out there doing some clear cutting. (laughs) If she's clear cutting and then a fire starts, you know. Stedman's sawing trees down. (laughs) Stedman, we have to work hard or the fire starts Friday. Get that fire line built now. I'm not losing an ounce of this land. Yeah, so if there's Whenever a f- Stedman's in uh, Maui, you never see him without a machete in no, his hand. He's out there just making sure the fire lines are safe because Oprah's about to torch it. <laughs> it's an interesting theory because two years in a row. Well, they kicked off the campaign with a donation of $10 million. Adults who lost their homes in the fires are eligible to receive 1200 bucks a month. 
All they have to do is apply at peoplesfundofmaui.org. Yeah, if you want to help, it's probably a good cause, but it could also be going to Oprah's next fire. <laughs> you uh, Kevin Costner, even though they've kind of ended their divorce, she is still coming back for more, his ex-wife. Yeah. Um, it's relentless. She's the herpes of wives. Uh, because she pointed out, you know, when they first were married, his net worth was a hundred million, and then at, by the time the marriage ended, he's four hundred million. Right. Uh, but she's saying she'd like to see a little more child support coming her way. She also also recently received twenty thousand for her from her new boyfriend. She got a new boyfriend already. I guess so. And he's got a ton of money. What's that dude thinking? Yeah, for what does he think? Yeah, because all she sees is that bank account is half hers. She that hot? No. I mean, and also she's proving that she's willing to dance right around a prenup. She'll sign those knowing that they mean nothing to her. She'll make your life hell. If you've got money, don't date Kevin Costner's ex. She doesn't care and she thinks it's hers. If you're worth $100 million when I meet you and you make another $300 million while we're together, you can bark about $150 million bucks. That's it. You don't get that, but you can start fighting over splitting $150 million. That's 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 the number. It seems like that's the half. She wants all of it, and then yeah. like continual payments for years because he's still going to make money after she's gone. She's trying to wreck him. I'm going to wreck him. She's the wreck it Ralph of women. All because of that damn Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had he not taken that job, he wouldn't have all this money. <laughs> wow, ladies, you'll be excited about this if you have a free form and you're really into Halloween. Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween schedule was up, and um, guess how many times you can see Hocus Pocus during the 31 days? How many times can I see it or will I see it? Because yeah, I know exactly. one of the answers the is zero. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie, well, it'll be a different yeah. story. Because Hocus Pocus is actually a more attractive version of Sarah Jessica Parker than the current show she's doing on HBO, which she looks like she's in witch makeup on that. Horrifying to look right. at on your screen. And then you look at Hocus Pocus, it's like... I banged that witchy version of Sarah Jessica Parker before the current real version. So of the 31 nights of Halloween, you can catch Hocus Pocus 18 of those nights. Oh, gross. <laughs> so nuts. And you think Ronnie's going to hit that about nine times? That's probably a good guess. Yeah. She's doing over and under on that. <laughs> Let's go eight, we'll go eight and a half. Let's and you know, it's exci- she's yeah. excited to watch it with Kirby. And We're going to fanduel that number at eight and a half. She's excited to watch it with Kirby. Doesn't yeah. Kirby have to have some excitement in that for eight yeah, viewings? Yeah, they both like it. Ugh. Eight viewings of the thing. same. I don't think. No, it isn't a girl's thing. Sounds it's terrible. It's a terrible taste in movies thing. Tell Hocus me. Pocus. It's a mom-daughter deal. Hocus Pocus? Yeah. No, it's not. Just at your house. E- Eugene and Dan Levy are allegedly considering a... Shiites Creek reboot or movie? It's called Shit's Creek. It's the name of the show. There's nothing you can do. It's their name. It's like a Shih Tzu. You can dance around it all you want. <laughs> I know how it's spelled. I know. That's it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you seem to be holding ending. more paper, though. It's, you're looking at something else. But that's not it. There's more. That's it. What's wrong with that one? Nothing. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, that's it. I didn't yeah. even stare at that. 
Uh, we got the Guadalupe Squares coming up. What do we have in the ticket bucket there, Bert? Nothing. Nothing is in there today. We have to. We have to make something up. Hang then on, I might. I, when I looked at, unless Ben added something since this morning, okay. let me go check. Today, I'm you're looking play right for now. Honor. We have to scramble. <laughs> you will play for the honor of yeah. listenership. Uh, uh, apparently, Larry's the only one that has anything to give away today. What's he got? Let's take that. Uh, it's his lunch sack. Oh, we got to get more than that. All uh, right, we'll go get something. We didn't give away Metallica tickets on Thursday, but I don't know if it's too late to do that. We'll have to talk to Ben. We'll go talk to Ben right now. Okay. That's what I'm thinking we're going to do, though. We can make this happen. Uh, it's 935. Uh, 585-9800. We need a girl. We need a boy. The Guadalupe Squares are next. And tentatively, a really great prize awaits you. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. He eastbound it down. Why'd you do that, Brady? You start eastbound it down in my head right there. <laughs> I can't help get myself. Can get around that. Uh, it is time now, and we yes, we do have Metallica tickets confirmed. Confirmed. What? Yes, right. we do. So these uh, these we folks stole them from Larry are playing. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Larry. Sorry, you can't go sorry. tonight. You got to call your guest and tell them that they're not going with you. But we do have Metallica tickets for tonight. And it should be uh, pretty awesome because these folks are going to be playing for it. Uh-oh, we lost our boy listener. Ooh. Can you grab well, line sure one and get that, Larry? Can you do that for me, please? Or Toledo will do it. Okay. Uh, it is time now for uh, the Guadalupe Squares. Four Metallica tickets on the big KUPD Metallica weekend. Labor Day weekend, all Metallica, all the time, celebrating this amazing rock show that's just going to crush all weekend long. Let's get right to it. Here's your host of the Guadalupe Squares, Miss Mo Bergamo. Thank you, Chancellor. In the top of square, Biden is here. Let's get friends. You got to turn up there, Mobo. Hey, you going to Metallica tonight? I'm going to head up to Metallica. Yes, you know, I've been around Metallica for a long time. What did you just say? So I've been around Metallica for a long time. What did you hear I said? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like mumbles for a second. Why? A bunch of guys hear about Hawaii. I just found out. Hawaii's in trouble. <laughs> what happened? I'm going to fix it. I mean, get down there. Oprah started a bunch of fires down there over that land. Got to put those out. I have fire. Are you going to buy land down there? I remember once I was sitting at the house listening yeah. to Ride the Lightning. Oh, lightning hit my leg. Had some open wires in the lake, shot right into the kitchen, started a little fire in the kitchen. Why? What? Yeah, I almost lost my vet. Oh, oh, yeah. I almost lost my vet, my pussy, and my cat. Okay. Dr. What? Joe was in there, too. Oh, oh my God. Ride the Lightning. On. Ride the Lightning. Oh, it's you. <laughs> I tried to fool me in the present. <laughs> gonna build a train, right? No, an Amtrak. No. All the way to Hawaii. Why would you do that? Where's it gonna go? Train I'm travel is the future. <laughs> That's what me and old the Doc Brown have been saying for years. <laughs> Doc Brown, Marty, me. The train is the future. What year do you think it is? <sighs> Year of our Lord. Oh, okay, that's not that one. One. <laughs> no, okay. one. One. All right, let's. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, I mean we're gonna hear that. Dun, but... dun, dun, dun. Me and the flux capacity gonna take you to a better place. <laughs> Make America great again. What? It's not your phrase. All the way back to 2020. Okay. <laughs> All right. In the top middle square, he's excited for Metallica tonight. Yeah. Sam the Metallica. <laughs> What's up, Sam? Sam! Somebody just say one? Yeah. yeah. I think you did. Hold my breath as I wait for death. Oh, please, God, help me. Oh, Sam. Sam, where are you sitting tonight? 
In the front, dude. <laughs> All right. Of course, I'm sitting, yeah, no, I'm no sitting right there. I might jump into the. Are pit. you going to get excited about Lux Eterna? <laughs> yeah. Lux Eterna! Lucky Turtles! Lucky Turtles! Lux Eterna! Yeah. It's the best. I just can't wait. He's going to look down at me. I know he's going to look down at me and he's going to be going to point right at me and he's going to be like, Sam, I see you, man. He's yeah. going to say that. He's yeah. going to say that. James going to say it in the mic. Yeah. And then right before he goes, Master! Master! <laughs> Sam, I see you, man. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Sam, the number one Metallica fan ever. The one. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm also, I'm going I'm, yeah. to listen to uh, the radio station all weekend for the uh, the Metallica thing that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be exciting, too. You guys are great. Did you hear it? Oh, oh, it's no. starting, Sam. No. It's starting. <laughs> you don't have to sing it. <laughs> oh, he'll do the whole eight minutes. I know. Oh, Sam. Sam. Be fortunate enough to get the show if you sit next to that guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Yeah, two shows at once. That's awesome. All right, Love the, Metallica. All right, in the top right square, he might freeze up. Mitch oh, McConnell's here. I, just, I can't believe what's going on around here. Here's some lettuce. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Sir, did you hear the question? Uh, look at the cans of the Mexican. <laughs> I just want everybody, I'm just here because I believe in America. I think we've got a great future. Uh, I, however, probably don't have much of a future. Uh, <laughs> you got a few days, don't uh, you? Oh, no. No. He's oh, throwing. No. Move no. on. Move no. on. Oh, my God. Oil can. <laughs> Take a rest. Oil can. I know Somebody. that the Democrats don't care for petroleum anymore, but I need the oil can. Brady, oil him up. Gotcha. Drill, baby, drill. No, you don't oil him up like that. I'll have his WD-40. Anyway, like I was saying, I think America's on the right path. Hi, Mo. Hi. I heard you just got cleared for... Oh, my God. No. Don't ask questions. He's buffering. Oh, my God. If you see a little circle spinning in front of my face, that means I'm buffering. It's caused by a concussion and incredible elderly age. Let me make decisions for your future. Okay, let's move on. That's it. <laughs> All right, in the middle left square, we got Lou Holt here. That's exactly right who you got here. Colleagues, big weekend, Coach. Big weekend, Brady. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. I think we should just all get excited about that wonderful Ohio State Go game. Buckeyes. They're going to play the Indiana School for the Blind this weekend. It's opening weekend of college football. It may be the world's biggest waste of time of ever because it's just basically giant programs crushing little ones. And that's what people like to see in America. Domination. And that's what you're going to get when you tune in this weekend for college football. Nebraska's taking on Rhodes Junior High. I can't believe oh what God. I saw it on the schedule. I thought that's the a clear match. But you never know. They've got a little Mexican scat back over there at Rhodes. It might just run circles around these boys. Who can tell in the college modern world with the NIL and all that? I saw there's a kid named Kool-Aid down there in Alabama. He's got himself a deal with Kool-Aid, if oh, you can yeah. believe it. You mean we got Quincy? He's making millions. Yeah, his first name's the Quincy, but people don't like that in Alabama. They love Kool-Aid, so that's what they call that young African-American gentleman, and that's just fine by me. Were you in Ireland last weekend for the big Notre Dame? I opener? was. I was there in Ireland celebrating them destroying our Navy. That was a pretty unbelievable thing. I, I took an Irish people in the crowd just excited as can be. 
tell you about the Navy getting blasted by young Catholic boys. What? God Jesus, bless you, Coach. Jesus Christ is in your corner, Brady. I like you. <laughs> All right, moving on to the middle square. Excited that Miss Pat is here this weekend. It's Black Lady Brady. What y'all talking about with this whole metallicook thing? What's going on with the cook? Metallica? I don't know I do. I used to have that for fillings. I had to go to the dentist. He said, we're going to put some Metallicook in there. Make sure your crack teeth is all right. I got the vapors thinking about going on to Miss Pat. Although my husband, Scummy Dick Douglas, is going to tag along with me. And Scummy Dick likes him, Pat, too much. So I'm going to dust his nuts before we go. Make sure he well, now that's a problem for Scummy Dick Douglas. He got him ashy nuts. Was your first date chicken wings? First date was chicken wings. We went to ATL Wings and, oh, I had myself a glass of laminate. They were lovely. And then I got the vapors. I said, these wings was too hot. So I pushed them over on the table and Scummy Dick took them like we was together. I said, excuse me, missile. And he said, what? I said, you get your hands off my chicken wings. Them's belong to me unless you go make me an honest woman. And sure enough, he reached into his pocket, he brought out a ring, and we've been married ever since. How big is Scummy these days? Oh, he's about 393 pounds. <laughs> Sitting down. He's standing up, he's back left. Oh, he gets about 500 if you put all his legs up on that scale, but scale can't handle it. Oh, as far as he's weird. concerned, yeah, you don't put most, it's just most of them goes on the scale. <laughs> It's like you. It's a Toledo. It's ineffective. It has only a 300-pound limit. So if you ask Gummy, he weighs 300 pounds. Anyway, we're going to have us a nice night tonight. Keep it all classy and such. We're probably going to stop by our restaurant, have us a Takuchi board full of cheese and meats. And we're going to get us some lamina and head on over Miss Pat. Maybe talk to our friend over there, Sam the Metallica fan. I'm trying to understand what all this Matukaluk is about. What songs do they sing? Help me out over this. I get so confused when I'm here, and there's all these people all That's over right. the place. We just we are the people. You ain't the only one on this earth. <laughs> all I care about is James Hetfield. I know. I don't know who he's talking about. He talk crazy. He does like this. He goes, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared you. I don't no. like that. That's plantation screaming right there. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of you yelling all up and down this hallway like that. Keep it quiet. Oh, Hold my breath. Crack of music coming at you. <laughs> all right, moving on to the middle right square. They celebrated a birthday this week. It's Michael Jackson and Prince. Oh, my God. Jackson. It's so good to be. You guys had me back. It's my birthday. I was 65 years old. Oh, wow. You, you would have been. It's your birthday week. Yeah. It's my big boy birthday week. I would have been retired. Can you believe it? I would have oh. got my AARP and all that 15 Getting years ago. social security. Then I got yeah. my social security. Can't imagine how much money I think in social security. <laughs> yeah. Pretty amazing. But it's all to my children now because I technically retired myself about 14 years ago. Prince, okay. is that true? Yeah, I collect all of daddy's money now. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm stopping with the man here in hell. <laughs> That's my daddy's in hell. There's no question about it. <laughs> oh, Prince, you just a little apple off the tree. I love him. <laughs> little apples. He's little it. apples. I like little apples. Okay. The younger the apple, the better. I like green apples. I'm going to grow my own kids. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh-oh, here it comes again. Oh, Time to get the tape and bond and fill up the holes. Oh, I want to no. ruin you. Prince. <laughs> yeah. P-Y-T, the young prince. <laughs> All right. Let me help you with your homework. My homework's up here, Daddy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got under the desk. <laughs> All so right. related. <laughs> All right, in the bottom left square, we got Brady's Secret Square. Give us a hint. I am 59 years old. All oh, right. I am an actor. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, That's good. Good, good work. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Johnny Utah. That's right. We got <laughs> okay. it. Right. Good job. Good job. <laughs>
That guy's in a band, too. That's right. He is. Have you seen his band before? No, because they're not Metallica. Uh, that's Sam doesn't like them unless they're Metallica. Do they ever cover Metallica? No. What would Dog Star no. sound like doing Metallica? Oh, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. James, take the blue pill. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I love Sam. All right, in the bottom middle square. It's his birthday today. Uh, uh, Dr. Phil is this here. This game moving a little slow for my taste. So, you know, pep it up, bitch. How, how fast do you want it to move? It's going a little, it's dragging. Okay. That's all right. You're a woman. I don't expect much. But let's go. Everybody thinks you're a bitch. <laughs> Change your ways. That's all we have to deal with around here. Now, move on. Understand where you live and live there. I need That's help, what Robin always says when she's not under her ring light. <laughs> under her ring light. She looks like a corpse unless you get around the ring light. <laughs> With the ring light, she looks All like right, an angel. I was talking. My You're apologies. an interrupting My bitch. <laughs> you need to change your ways. I'm working on it. That's why I'm watching you all the time. Well, that's a smarter thing to do. Thanks, Doc. All right, moving on to the bottom right square. Our Lord and Savior is here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Are you hanging out with Sam and Metallica? Yeah, I'm taking him to the show tonight. You both yeah. are going? Luxy Turner. Yeah. Metallica. Oh, you better make a guest appearance. You're better at that than I am. No, I'm not. You're the best I've ever seen. You're the one. Dun, dun, dun. It's Metallica Weekend. You're really good at that. Triptallica Weekend. I rented a party bus. Did you? Oh, yeah. You did? A party, Griffin? Yeah, a big party. We're going to fly to the game tonight. Or whatever it is, this concert. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going. And nobody's allowed in the bus but me and Sam. Wow. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to show up with two people in the party bus and leave with 19. Because we're going to pull all... Metallica? All, maybe. We're pulling all the puss out of that building. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Larry. Yeah? <laughs> now I'm Larry again. You can't go. Oh, my no. God. Larry's the greatest. On with the show. I told you, bitch. Uh, we've got uh, Joanne and John on the line. Joanne, are you there? I'm here. All right. John, are you there? Yes, sir. This is for Metallica tickets. Take it seriously. Joanne, go first. I'm going to go for the Secret Square. We're going to go Keanu Reeves. Oh, she oh. nails it. Right. Oh. Hey, she gets a square. Strategery. Well done, Joanne. John, pick a square. Uh, top right corner. Oh. Oh, no. Freezing up a lot. I think that was a hell of a choice right there with anybody. I'm Mitch McConnell. I'm in charge of stuff. All right, let's see if you can answer this question, Mitch. No, stop buffering. All right, nuclear, <laughs> nuclear fusion emits more greenhouse gas than refining petroleum. Well, that's a loaded question, what you just said there. <laughs> what, you, 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 you said drill, baby, drill. <laughs> drill. Oil, get him some oil. <laughs> oh, we're not going to get We definitely need to drill for some oil. Oil Okay, there he goes. There uh, he goes. There's definitely some things you don't know that I do about nuclear fusion. 
In fact, instead of blood, I have it pumped through my body to keep me alive, which is why I run for more office work. Nuclear blood? You nuclear blood. Oh, no, I think we found the problem. So anyway. <laughs> All right. Again, the question. Are you going to answer? Oh, no. no. He can't. Dang it. He's frozen. Brady, on with the oil. Well, there we go. Praise the Lord for the juice. <laughs> Just I didn't say, say Jews. No. I said Jews. Just say like true or false real quick. Uh, true or false real quick. Oh, no. no. Uh, Again, your question. Nuclear fusion emits more greenhouse <laughs> gas than refining petroleum. Is that true or false? Don't say that's a false. Yes, oh, right. oh, that was tough. Quickly, quickly. You right, know, Johnny, saying a lot of words is hard. Now. Johnny's saying false. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. Incorrect, it is false. Oh, she's doing it. Square. Oh, All right, Joanne, take Black Lady Brady for the win. The sweep. Let's go. Ooh, look All right. Look at me. Oh, my goodness. I got the vapors. There's oh, so many patients. Stand her down. How are you under pressure? Not very good. No? No. Because a lot of times, Scummy Dick Douglas likes to put pressure in places I don't want to. <laughs> Oh, no. Not tonight, Scummy Dick. That ain't for you. Besides, I ain't had no bath in a couple of days. You're going to come out a little disgusting. Are you wet in both places? I'm wet in both places. That's right. <laughs> oh, I had one break off the other day just sitting there. <laughs> Whoops. I didn't know that was even hanging out of there. I thought I'd just go a prehensile tail. Oh, no. <laughs> You want to share some wings with me, fat boy? <laughs> Is that what you're aiming at? I ain't never had your kind in my area. I'm in. That's like we like a Reese's peanut butter invention. You're going to be dipping into my chocolate. <laughs> how do you feel about cheese, Black Lady Brady? What's wrong with you? I'm just asking. How do you Why feel about it? Why are you going to ask me it? so many questions? What, you writing a book? I got more questions for you. I don't remember how you was my biography. <laughs> got one question for you. How just about one that? question. How do, I, how do I feel about cheese? <laughs> I mean... Government cheese, okay. I love cheese. <laughs> no. Government cheese, no. Actual cheese. Sometimes yes. I rub my body all over there. Government cheese. Okay, let's get to your question. All right. Cheese mongers say Ooh. you must leave cheese out for two hours before ah. serving or grilling. Cheese out for two hours and feed it? You got your mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. It's stuffed it into a puddle. That ain't cheese no more. That queso. <laughs> that queso. <laughs> I mean, that's just Spanish for cheese. And by the way, uh, stomach, Scummy Dick Douglas got himself a queso herpes, so we got to be careful with talking about that stuff. I learned that joke yesterday. <laughs> what? <laughs> Again, cheesemongers say... You want to suck on my afro, don't you? Don't oh, no! I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> you like to dabble in the darkness. I do like to I dabble. I know, I've seen you. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Is my girlfriend your daughter? What's happening here? You got an afro downstairs? <laughs> Like sucking on Dr. J, ain't it? It's like, silence it's, like, it's like Dr. J dunking on the hole, but you down there sucking on it. <laughs> Again, your question. Cheesemongers say you must leave cheese out for two hours. I'll say that's false. That's crazy talk. Okay, he's saying false. What do you say, Joanne? I disagree. That's correct. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. A, weeping, yeah. a clean sweep. Hold on, Joanne gets tickets to Metallica, and unfortunately, John, you don't. All right, hang on. Uh, Toledo will be there in a second. Holy smokes. A clean sweep. Sam, nobody picked you. That's all right. I pick you, Sam. I choose you. Thanks. Sing us <laughs> off, Sam. Yeah. What are you gonna what's what are you most excited about tonight other I than one? No, no, no. I all I care about <laughs> is Master of Puppets. And, oh. And all I care about is when they get past that solo and you get to that part where you just kind of start banging your hand. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
We'll just let this up. No, don't stop. Uh, someone named Larry's coming up next, and he's gonna help, he's gonna help you get through the rest. Sam, thanks for coming. He's all right. And I know he's a pretty good dude. We like Larry yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Larry's Larry's kind of our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. He's we, just the best. Wish, we just wish Larry was Sam. <laughs> in real life that's true i mean we wish all of us could be more like sam probably uh, give him a headache or something huge weekend here uh sam the metallica fan though we've got ourselves yeah. uh, the metallica weekend what, what are you excited about to, what, do, what do you want to hear from that one uh the day that never comes no kidding yeah that's not the choice i expected no but I, that that's a big one I well mean, it's happening it's a- and thanks to our friends at prestige billiards and twin peaks for helping us out with that because you can win yourself a phantom barbecue grill all weekend long, uh, we start listening on the box app. Box of Metallica shirts, that's, that's right. what I care about. You want to get that box of shirts. Yeah, it's, it's like a giant box of shirts. Because the merch is going to be like 100 bucks. <laughs> you get a load yeah. of shirts. Uh, shirts. KUPD app, 98KUPD app, or 98KUPD.com on the web stream. Listener rewards start enabling after you've listened for four hours, and then you start collecting. And we got all sorts of $100 gift cards from Twin Peaks, Prestige Billiards helping us out. Uh, the box of Metallica, Sam the Metallica that, fan that shirts. That starts at 5 today. 5 o'clock. Fitz yeah. is going to get you rolling on that thing on your I way like to the Fitz. show. Fitz I love it. Yeah. And uh, Sam, thank you. No watch, problem. Watch what I do to Sam. Now, Larry. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Good to see on? you. Hey. Back me up. Yeah. Coolest stage setup you've ever seen? Yeah. Pretty amazing. amazing. I got to right? say, yeah, yeah, it was pretty incredible walking around the stadium yesterday. Um, and they, they, <laughs> they got this thing dialed in, man. man I they. mean, just while you were doing your interviews and stuff yesterday, I don't know if you could hear in the background, yeah. but all the sounds that were happening from the stadium, and you could hear the helicopters from one. And you I could, could hear, hear it. It's, I'm sitting there trying to focus in on what uh, Trujillo and I are talking about, and you and you literally just hear. And we're far away. Yeah, we're, not, I mean, yeah, we're backstage. We're, the, we're down in the and deep the whole in the place is rattling. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be loud. It is going to be great. And yeah, I thought the same thing. So uh, later today, the interview with Rob Trujillo and uh, Rob Dietrich, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're yeah. going to be up online. Uh, that we hung out with those guys yesterday, and they're actually. also doing that bottle signing tomorrow. Yep. Is yeah. it tomorrow or today? Tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Yep. I've been saying today. Okay, yeah, so it's two to three tomorrow. Yep, Saturday tomorrow. Okay. All right. And that's over at uh, Paradise Liquors? Yep. yep. Yeah, so I've been screwing that up. I've been saying it's today, but it is tomorrow. It is right? tomorrow. Yep. Okay, so you got that going on and uh, awesome stuff. And Mo? if you want to check out anything else, Metallica has got that M72 oh, map yeah. for Phoenix. You can go to the Metallica website and go to the M72 map and check out all the things that Metallica wants you to see on their map for the weekend. Things yeah. to do, places to go, all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. And one of them will be Crescent Ballroom where... Uh, James yes. and uh, Robert's son are both playing. And, and I another thing to coming. do on the Metallica map yeah. is listen to 98KUPD. Yeah, that That's was pretty cool. Can. Larry was so excited because on the, on the Metallica map, it's like, here's what we do when we're in Phoenix and we're included. And Larry's, and, and prominently. Yeah. And like, Starfighter's Arcade. Yeah, yeah I know. He threw well. that on there because Larry's a big they fan. He put of that it. in there yeah. as well. It's on the awesome. map. This is a pretty awesome interactive kind of thing. And yeah. you guys are going to be blown away. So, Mo, you're going. Yes. All right. We'll see you there. Are you bringing. Uh, no, she's not coming with Why me. Why not? She doesn't like Metallica. Racist. Mm. <laughs> she's going to go see Miss Pat with uh, Black uh, Lady Well, Brady. and she oh. should. That's a good show. I can't fight that one. If you're going to go to one of the two things, they're both great. Uh, that's it. Thanks to Miss Pat for coming in here earlier. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's got uh, last chances to maybe straggle out some tickets. Who knows, Larry? One might fall in your lap. Do it, you Larry. Never know. Do you it. never but know. I don't think I have any. But you never know. You never know. You know, these are the days where it's like Ben comes running and going, we got two left. What do you want right. to do? So uh, you got to listen and find out if Larry has that surprise visit from Metallica tickets. I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
you're not helping. I mean, there's this always is, a chance. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Come on. What are you, litigation? Are we worried about that? I'm not promising no. anything, but Larry has them. He's just not he's being kind of Larry about them. <laughs> Being Larry, for the right bit. price, Larry will part with it. Right, uh, we're all done. <laughs> call Spread him up, around. call him up, and he'll play your music. And if you give him gifts, he'll give you tickets. That's the way radio's always worked. And I'll do the Sam impression. Yeah, there you go. That's it. We're done. Have yourselves a phenomenal Labor Day weekend. Do not get behind the wheel and drive for your own sake and mine. Uber and Lyft. It is a very dangerous uh, night out there because of all that's going on. And there's going to be DUI. I got cop friends that said we're going to have a field day. With the drunk KUPD fans, and they know it. So don't prove them right. They're going to be everywhere. Be nice, and uh, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a great Labor Day. We'll see you Tuesday, folks. Goodbye. It's out of control now. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.